Covino and Rich. I'm the smartest man alive! Best of the week. You gotta be kidding me. You guys are dumb. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Uh, I don't know. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Hold back your excitement. It's like working with a dummy. Only on Faction Talk 103. Covino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. So, as I pull into the place... Some loop, and I'm telling you, you're quintessential, almost like Big Pussy Pastor kind of guy that we were talking about yesterday. He had that sort of Italian lisp about him. Was he wearing a The bit? guy was an older guy with an earring. You know, he had a hoop earring. Like, hey, let me tell you. Come here. No, no, hey, no. listen to me. My name is Paul. Hey, hey. Some guy pulls up to me. Fucking mar- he's got marinara on his chin. Wait, hang on. Yeah, he's wiping his uh, the gabagool off his face. He's holding a cloth napkin. <laughs> you didn't get- hey, 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 hey. Come here. Hey, hey. Oh, hello. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you looking to do some uh, some body work, right? I'm like, what? And he goes, the damage on your car. He goes, you need somebody to uh, to, to fix that for you? And I was like, uh, yeah, actually, I do. He goes, hey, man, I work at uh, I work over at Honda, and uh, and I, I can fix that for you right now if you if you give me an extra hundred for it. And he said an extra hundred, mind you, right? Huh. Well, yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm but, like but, but uh, keep, keep in mind to to backtrack. Covino backed into a pole in his parking garage, and his passenger door is was all scuffed up, and there was like a it I pushed in like one big dent. So it's like a push in, and all like uh, what seems to be scuff slash scratches that I'm not sure. And you really can't tell what could be buffed out if that makes sense. You can't tell anything, but you know there's a dent there too. It was pushed in, you know, it, like it looks scrapey. I can't tell, so. My radar automatically goes off because I don't know that he's a stranger. Stranger danger. I don't know this guy, but his offer seems intriguing. He says he could do it in the time I go in and come out. He's what? got all the tools on him. What? And he could he could take the dent out, take all the scratches out. It'll look uh, good as new, but for an extra, you know, you give me one. Now it's 180, right? Because for an extra 100. Hey, I have a question. I'll for do you. it right now. And what? I'm like, well, listen, I, this is great. You got a car or something? He's like, I can't do this in the shop. Or he goes, you know, but if we do it now, I could do it, this and that. I asked him if he knew a guy I knew over at Honda. He's like, yeah, I know that guy. I don't know if he really knew that guy, but it was convincing enough. So I said, hmm. What did he mean right now? Like in the parking lot of in the, the ice cream place? In the parking lot. Now, again, my radar goes off because there must be a racket of body shop guys or or guys who could fix cars or have some sort of quick techniques because... This isn't the first time this has happened to me. When I had some damage on my BMW, you know, people would stop next to me in traffic all the time, and it seemed like they were seeking out, you know, that sort of damage to pull this sort of, hey, I could fix that right away. I feel like there's people that are on this sort of prowl. I don't know if it's a scam. I don't know what's in it for them other than a few bucks. Hey. So I've I've seen this behavior before, and I, I recognized it. Can you give everyone an important part of the story how much was the estimate when you asked the people at honda now i, I got the cool guy discount for 850 so i don't even know how much well, the sorry. real damage is i'm sorry eight yeah hundred and fifty dollars yeah, so the, the 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 legit body shop like the official honda dealership where you go in they said this right here will cost you eight hundred and fifty dollars so yeah that was so, like the the cool guy price you know i don't even know what it would have cost if if I didn't kind of know somebody. So he's dealing with an 850 estimate. By the way, if I kind of know someone, do you just mean someone that you've dealt with in the past? 
that yeah, works. Yeah, but like, I keep like I actually not he, like a he listens to the show. Oh, okay. We keep in touch. You know, okay. I, he admires what we do at ESPN, and yeah, I mean, we've we've established okay. a relationship. I've seen him a few times in the past few years. Now, this guy is giving you the what he calls the cool guy discount at eight fifty. Holy shit! So when this botcher gloops like, oh, let me lick the marinara off my fingers, uh, puts down his chicken roll, and tells you. I could do this for 180 bucks. That does sound enticing. Enticing. It sounds enticing, but it also sounds too good to be true. So well, Melody, Melody, like her little intuition starts to kick in, and she's like, you know, stranger danger. Like I said, she's like, Dad, don't do it. I got a bad feeling about it. You don't know him. Yeah, I trust. So that. her whole thing is, you don't know him, Dad, and she thinks like I'm coming from some gullible place. Meanwhile, I already know in my mind. This guy's not getting 180. Um, I'm going to go inside, grab 100 bucks, and that's all he's getting, period. You know, if it's good, if it's not, if, if I don't like it, here's 20 bucks, dude. I'm sorry. That's all I could give you. I'm not signing any deal with this dude. Um, so I'm pretty confident in my go fuck yourself attitude as well. well you should also, like, you should hey, also listen, feel happy that your daughter has uh, like good instincts not to trust people. That would be the first thing. She has better was, instincts than you. She was so Clearly. convincing because I was like real close to thinking, like, hey, maybe it's a sign that my daughter's really trying to push me away from this scenario. She's like, Dad, you, I don't trust him. I don't feel right about it. Don't give him your money. So, And she went on and on as I went inside the establishment as well, like, she was real concerned about me not doing this because she assumed this was a ripoff and that what if he makes my car worse and, and, and what if he tries to rip me off? And, you know, I'm like, Melody, dad's got it. Don't worry about it. So I go inside. We get ice cream. I explain to the guy, I'm not going to be in there long. He's like, don't worry about it. I tell you what, man, if you don't like it, you don't owe me nothing. You know, just go in there and listen, man. I'm a professional. I'm not here to rip you off, man. Just go inside. I'm going to do this. You come out. We'll, we'll discuss it then. Can, can you tell everyone the name of the frozen yogurt place you go to? Because I think that's funny, too. Humphrey Yogurt. Oh, that's great. That's cute. I love that. That's a great name. Humphrey Yogurt. So Kavino's and Humphrey Yogurt getting his fucking yogurt. I'm so impressed with that. Humphrey Yogurt. Humphrey Yogurt. You come outside. You think that's funny? The same guy who prays his dicky doodle dandies with his marching band. No, I think it's cute. I think it's a great uh, place. No, I'm talking to Rich. So we go into the place. I mean, how many minutes is that for me to get in line and order ice cream and come back out? I mean, 10 minutes? Dude, not even. I go to the ATM. I grab a, a a quick hundo cash money. Cash. cash. I got the cash. It's cash. Melody's telling me not to. Daddy, don't. I come out and this guy's like perfect timing, and he's there with some you know younger kid. Could be a son. Could be a colleague. I don't know. So it's two two dudes, and I get out there and I look at it and I could immediately tell that the dent was pulled out. I could see that. Right, but the whole thing's covered in wax. So I'm like, well, I can't see the work you did because there's this wax all over it. Now I'm thinking, yeah, my daughter's right. This is a scam because now I got to give him money for work. I don't even know if it's completely done or how it's gonna look. But the attempt was there. All the scraping, the paint that was on my car was taken off. That's worth a few bucks because I didn't want to do that. Sounds like you got uh, waxed off. No, yeah. so now I'm thinking. So I'm like, hey man, like so now my my sort of uh, street instincts are kicking in, and and I'm like, 
I'm not gonna get. He goes, yeah, just give me a, give me a hundred. I'm like, I'm not giving you a hundred eighty bucks, man. For for the, I don't even know how this is gonna look. You got, I don't even know what it looks like. The, you wax got wax is, all the wax is still on it. Right, this whole thing's covered in a circle of wax. And he's like, oh, so he calls the other guy over, show him the pictures. So the kid had a picture. So it was the before picture of my car looking shitty with the dent. And then the after, which I don't know if it was camera trickery, but the after looked, oh, well, that's pretty good. He goes, listen, man, I got, this is what they're going to do at the body shop. This is where I work. This is what they do. I did use a little mallet. And I did this shit. And then, you know, I got 80% of the dent out. Most of the scratches are out. I could have touched it up, but I didn't have the exact paint. You want me to fix it 100%? You know, it costs you another 100 bucks or whatever, 120 bucks. He goes, but, you know, I got like 80% of all the damage out, you know. I said, hey, you know, I appreciate it, man. Uh, look, uh, maybe I'll get the rest done if it came out okay. Here's a hundred bucks. I listen, now I the big, I, I gave him a hundred. I was uh, gonna give him twenty. I, I had the eighty and the twenty separated. I was gonna go with a right hand for the twenty if I wanted to dismiss him. And then I knew, you know, if he, if, if I believed in this guy, I'd give him the full hundred. I wasn't giving him a hundred eighty nothing. I was either gonna give him twenty and say good day or a hundred. I gave him the hundred. Melody's like, Daddy, you shouldn't have gave him the money. I'm like, Melody, it's just a hundred bucks. Oh, don't don't say it's just a hundred bucks on this show. It is just a hundred bucks. You know, just a hundred bucks. Meaning, don't say it on this show, dude. A hundred out of money talk it could cost me eight hundred and fifty. Nice. This could get me by for the next year and a half, where I don't have to repair it at all. I don't know. Well, hold on. Uh, Curtis and Callie saying this scam has been going on in California for years. They slap some shitty paste on your car. Yeah. Take off without fixing it completely, and you find out later you've been scammed. I see. I kind of felt that very much so, but he's yeah. like, "Take my number," you know. So I got his number. He even called me back, you know. So yeah. I talked to him. He's like, "Listen, man, it's gonna. I got it all out, you know. Uh, for another hundred bucks, I'll fix it. I got the exact color, just not on me. The whole spiel, right? Well, hold on. La Abra is saying it does cost like eight fifty re- to replace that panel, right? But you do realize when they go there, if they're just try- if you're if they're just pulling out the dent and buffing it and doing all that, you as a a regular citizen don't have the tools and ability to do that. But some guy that works at the body shop, the markups they have are astronomical. So I mean, if yeah. this guy is legit spot and in his car he has the the tool to pull out a dent and he has the buffing stuff and the and the legit materials. Hold on. I don't see how a hundred bucks doesn't seem legit because for him that was a quick hundo. He doesn't have to go through work, go through the body shop. It's sort of like doing it on the side. It's sort of like a barber that cuts hair outside of the commission barbershop. But Curtis is right. But I've he, seen but, this racket and this spiel before where I know, again, my radar went off and I said, I know this scam or, or this, it's not, maybe scam's not, this hustle. I know this hustle. You know, is it going to be good enough to fix this damage? I don't know. And guess what? I still don't know because I have to wait for that stuff to dry to take it off and see today, well, how bad is that damage underneath? But I do have the guy's number. I did correspond with him, and it, and he did say he'd fix the rest of it. And I could tell that the dent was pulled out most yeah. of the way. Rich, you saw it too. Hold on. I did. So the, do you want to hear this story of this person who got duped? I do, yeah. Spot, yeah. The two investigators expose a dent repair scam. Men roaming parking lots oh. offering to fix your car on the cheap. But it's not cheap. Nope. As Pam Zekman shows us, the work Zekman. ends up costing consumers much more in the long run. Oh. Imagine having your car repaired in a parking lot for a bargain basement price. Like a hundred bucks. Is that to be true? It's 
embarrassing that I got duped, that I was taken advantage of. Belinda Lutz wants to warn people about this new scam. Lutz. I was loading my trunk, and two men approached me. Oh. It was this parking lot of a West Suburban Home Depot. Two men who claimed to work at a nearby car dealership offered to so, fix a dent in Lutz's car right in the parking lot. I was in a Humphrey Yoga parking lot, and these bunch of goobs came up to me. I didn't know what was going on. They said, I could fix your dent. I don't. I was like, okay, I need it fixed. And they popped out the dent, and it looked fantastic. So Lutz paid the men $300 to paint the dent and another $100 to fix her broken grill, significantly less than the $1,000 estimate she had previously oh. received to fix the damage. They put on rubbing compound on a wet surface. Oh. And so it just like bonded to that wet surface. Lutz was unable to Look buff the out car. the compound, which ruined the finish on her car's oh, fender. Oh, oh, no. There are numerous complaints about this type of scam online, and workers at this body shop say it's a ripoff they see on a regular basis. No kidding. It could be pretty profitable. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they probably talk a good game and um, it's, they basically tell the customers what they want to hear. Ushana's shop fixed the damage done to Lutz's did he tell car you, for did he, did he tell you what you want to hear? You, your hair looks very nice. <laughs> wow, you're looking no, trim. Are you, on a diet? Uh, you must be doing keto. He said I was looking very bulgous. Oh. You could do it for a quick 180. So, hey, man, I'm aware that this was a hustle. <laughs> I'm aware that it, well, I was potentially going to get ripped off. Can you please show us? I was us? very aware of all these things. Can you I, I just was willing to take the chance because... It was still going to be better than what it looked like. Can you please? Yeah. Just, just for the pure follow up of the story to prove that we're the most interactive. No, to prove that we're the most interactive show. Can you put it on Instagram story when you buff off that so-called wax? Because if it's not wax and it's this compound that doesn't come off, oh my God, guess what? That the, what you think you're going to rub off your car later won't come Wait off. Wait a second. Is there like a a, a film on oh, your yeah, car? Last, last night when we were at ESPN, we drove separately. The whole door where they fixed it's like whitish had like a white compound on it. Oh go, my and he, god, and, and it's he, not coming no. out! And he said to me, he "Goes, oh, he told me, to, he told me to buff it off tomorrow." It looks like this, it looks like this video exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, uh, dude! If that's the uh, case, I still had to get it repaired. It doesn't uh, matter. Uh, oh, 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 oh! You guys are goons. You know, it's funny though. <laughs> it's it's like. When, well, you know who's a coon? The guy that doofed you yesterday. When shitty things happen, the shady people come out, you know? So it's like you're almost, I'm almost a shady guy magnet at this point because, you know, I'm driving around with a dent in my car and y you just attract shitty things and shitty scenarios like that. But like I said, I gave you the flip side. I, I, I trusted in mankind. Will it be 100%? No, I, but I'm not expecting it to be. Will it be better than... It was? I hope so. That's what I'm assuming. But I'll keep you posted on it. No, that's not you know, that's not wax that's going to come off. Kavina, people are saying, Kavina, it's a compound that is, that's permanently on your car. Yeah. I mean, slow down. We don't know that yet. No, I think we do. Can we find out together live on Instagram live or something? Please do it. Please do it tonight. A Please compound like, that's going to stay on my car? Yeah. it's good. Honestly, if you in this video... It's the exact description oh, of exactly. what was but done like to I you. Like I said, Spot, and my the, radar, the photo, I know this is a hustle because I've, dri I've driven around in cars with shitty dents on them. So when people would stop with the same spiel, the I've heard the spiel so many times, I know it's a hustle.
But the, but the description that she gave that this compound oh, yeah, exactly. will not be buffed out and the image of what it is is going to be exactly like I think it's so funny. I think it's the greatest thing ever. Kavino, no, that's why I shared it, the the story with you. Uh Mauser said this guy seems totally legit. Uh, excuse him for a second. There's a guy on his other phone saying he's the IRS, and if he doesn't send him a Target gift card, he's going to jail. Yeah. So hey, yeah. he pulled yeah. the dent out, you know. So these parking lots. You know what's another part? You, if if you read like uh, neighborhood blogs or whatever, those postings. He's not on the neighborhood watch blog, is he? No. <laughs> there, there's a couple of great parking lot scams because you're catching people. They're you're, you're running in for something. They're not really thinking. They're just kind of on their autopilot, and you kind of throw them off. Another one I've seen that people post about is someone will be walking and like they'll be near a bank and this person will say, oh, I have these traveler's checks that I can't cash or this money order that I can't cash. I'll give you the money order. I'll sign it over to you if you can just give me money. I'm on my way to the airport. I don't have time. Hey, there's lots of scams. Just that, by this guy's demeanor. Another one, was, another one too. Ball. Somebody will be in the parking lot and follow you. And they'll say, "Oh, you backed into my car when you were backing out. Give me money, and I won't. I won't call the cops." And people will do it. Hey, dude, I, I see Asian women running uh, in front of cars pretending they got hit. You know, I see these things. I know. I I'm told not you when that, we lived so in. So if you uh, see these things, then how do you fall for them? When, when, because what do I lose? A hundred bucks for the guy to pull the dent out? I'm pretty sure the compound's going to come out because he used some scratch remover just on my mirror, and I could see that visually. You he know, fucked I, he, up he, your mirror too. Yeah, it was that whole side of the car. Oh my god! Yeah, the front of the mirror, or the back of the mirror, the back of it. Oh, okay. So, so, so that, now you need a new side mirror and a new door. No, the mirror's fine. Well, you saying the mirror? But worked. it was all scratched up. Yeah, and he got all the scratches so, out. You know, I could see it under the compound. No, there's no compound on the mirror. Oh, okay. But all over the door. So yeah, the one thing I am a little fearful of now is like it won't come out. So that's a good. That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. Fearful? Um, or is the reality setting in? No, I th- I think it'll come out. I just think that it'll still look shitty afterward. Yeah, I listen. You know, um, but better than before. D- dare I say, you know, based on yesterday's show, uh, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit because I told people they should budget. Um, dare I say, it's a hundred bucks. It's not like he gave some stranger a thousand dollars. Yeah, the dude wanted one eighty. I told him to beat it. I'm like, I'm not giving you hundred eighty. Think of this. Don't think I didn't haggle. So what does it tell you woman, that he was willing to take a hundred? Spot this woman on the news. Dude, got it was scammed. either take a hundred or you're not getting anything. This woman on the news got scammed four hundred bucks. Cavino's a cheapskate, so Cavino's like the most. Cavino was set to give this guy twenty. The fact that the guy got a hundred bucks out of Cavino was a miracle. So yeah, he wanted a hundred. He was still trying to push to one eighty. I'm like, dude, I'm not giving you hundred eighty bucks for a job. I can't even see how you fix it. You know, I'm like, but I can see you got the dent down. Like, like, I mean, like, I see you did something. Like so Merit I'll, BC, I'll, I'll give you a hundred. That's all I'm going to give you. Merit BC said, dude, hundred bucks. Now you're driving around with uh, the dent out of your car. It's sort of a win, perhaps. It, it, that's all I cared about. It bought me some time until I'm ready to fix it because it really looked shitty before. Now, if this compound comes off. Then I feel like I won. If it's permanently on, which I find odd because I saw him, it did look like wax, which I'm not saying is the giveaway, but I saw how I saw how it was sort of drying and how I saw the consistency of it, and I feel like it's going to be able to wipe, be wiped off. But I could be wrong. I love Cavino; he's my favorite. But could he please Instagram live this debacle later, dude? That's the whole plan. Okay. Relax. Cavino come up with it. Cavino getting his den fixed. Hilarious. 
By the way, uh, on a side note, you keep making fun of uh, Humphrey Yogart. You know who worked there? It's their like big bragging right. Megan Markle. Oh. oh, look at this. Yeah. Is it, is it in all Gelson supermarkets or just that one? Uh, I don't know that. Can't answer that question. I don't know the whole history of the company. Oh, by the way, that's... I just that, know that's like one of their bragging rights. That's a... Uh, that's a weird thing out here, too. Um, I'm sure this is... You know, let's take a couple phone calls. I have a, a weird theory about the supermarket Gelson's. Which is, I know, not it's a regional thing, but it's it's a bigger story. By um, the way, if you're trying to piece it together, there's an actual Froyo establishment inside the supermarket. So that's where I had this done in, in the parking lot of a supermarket of a Gelson's out here in California. And I'm not dumb enough to not have realized that this is a hustle. I knew that immediately. What's the payoff? We'll all find well, out together, I you, guess. You thought it was a, a hustle where it may have helped you. Now people are saying it could be a hustle that the guy just fucked you. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it was either cheap work done or cheap scam work done, and we don't know yet. Craig right. in Kansas City, what's up? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey. hey uh, maybe it's a different hustle than you think. I used to, uh, maybe it's the, uh, the guy is working by commission for the body shop to mess things up for us and make it cost more. I used to, I used to know a guy that dumped out nails so he'd get more business fixing tires. Oh, look at that. Maybe, maybe he, maybe the the body shop pays him. I yeah. mean, no, those are all possibilities. These are all possibilities, you know, but uh, either way, I wanted to share the story with you. And either way, like Rich said, I lost a hundred bucks. I'm not, you know, not going to, not going to die on No, dude, it. I'm not, I'm no longer talking about money on this show. Josh in New York, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, man. I'm a detailer. I'd love to come take care of it for you. But it sounds like he's just a, a hobbyist, somebody who does it on the side. If there's any compound left, it'll come off right with a, a haze removal towel. And, yeah, uh, what do I do? I use a, he's told me to use a wet rag. Do I use a wet rag to get this off? Yeah, a soft wet rag. You know, more lubrication, the better when you're dealing with paint. You don't want to scratch it or mar it. Yeah, and, and the other but, thing uh, I, I'm very well aware of, because my dad does, you know, my dad is a... a, a uh, a hustle kind of guy, and anytime he, he look, hey, we just talked about this. Hey, man, you get this. Man, it's called. I'll tell you what it is. I wrote it down. It's called scratch off or something like that. And you put it on there, and you leave it for a day, a few hours, and you rub it off the next day. You know, so I was aware that that's all he probably put on it, something like that. Well, and I was like, right, I'm I'm okay with that, dude. Worst case scenario, you lost a hundred bucks, and you get a fix for real eventually. Oh, scratch out. Hey, but, you know, this is you, you know what you gotta do buy something called scratch out. Works great. My dad was just telling me about it. So I think the guy, you probably used something like that mm-hmm. and left it on there, and I'm hoping it comes off. Thank you, Josh in New York. Later, buddy. You got it. Um, Let's see. Uh, I love Mauser saying on my car, the, the guy didn't put any of that scratch stuff on it. He just rubbed Froyo all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Wait you. Wait a second. Why does it smell like pistachio? <laughs> No, no, it's wax. It's, no, it's wax. Ca- it's compound. It's a, it's a wax compound. This is compound, the compound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll you sure? You, it's one... the same green as the pistachio <laughs> froyo. Hold on one second. He pulls a little a little chunk of it. Uh, uh, I love how Cavino claims he knows he was getting ripped up, but was okay with it. Yeah, it makes sense, dude. You know why I'm okay with it? Fuck you. T- it's tell only 100 why. bucks, and I will say that. It was only 100 bucks. I feel like so I, feel I like guarantee you this. Like if, I'm, if they charge me... If no, I t- if I told him he was justifying, he'd flip out. You I say it, Spot. S- okay, I think you're justifying the fact that you were scammed. 
And and it's so no. funny the way you're I'm trying justifying to s- that I I took the chance and I know that there could be a repercussion here. Yo, bro, are it's we going back? To, I, are we going I'm back to '90s Rock Friday? Because you're a fucking spin doctor right now. No. Oh, spin doctor. I you I had it. I you you're saying this, but you if you knew you got scammed, then why? Where's why the did you, scam? Because this the scam, shit ain't coming out. The scam is right. that you now if have If that's new- the case, then you're right. So you'll if the, okay. seen. If you try and buff this out and it doesn't come out, you will say, I got, I was scammed. Yes, of okay. course. I, I, if, if that shit doesn't come out, then there's no, you know, there's nowhere else but if to, you knew, to go with that. if you said you had heard, like, so we played that clip from the news. If you said you had heard that these people come to the Not parking lot. Not only did I hear it, and I knew, witnessed this okay, so many times. And you knew that they did this to cars and the cars never came out right. Then how could you say that you didn't get duped? I know the answer. Okay, let's hear it. The answer is that Cavino heard from the Honda people that the price tag was close to a thousand dollars. Right. And Cavino's saying, "I'm sick of fucking driving because his OCD. You know, he's OCD. I'm yeah. sick of fucking driving. I'm sick of looking at this scratch and dent that I put on my passenger side door. Oh, it's driving me insane." So Cavino's thinking, "Oh, hundred dollars." For a potential quick fix that won't irritate me as much, it's a, a, a little band aid. I know it's still gonna look shitty, I, but it'll look better. I mean, I saw it yesterday, and you guys make a lot of money. That's I what, saw, I me. saw the door, and I said, eh, "There's something on it. I don't know if that's wax." He goes, "No, the guy told me to buff it out." But I did notice that he wouldn't be able to hand the car back into Honda after the lease. Even if that buffed out and the paint was fine, because the door was still dented in a way, it was like it, it was pulled out, but it wasn't smoothed out like a body shop would do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the dent was pulled out, but you could still see like a ripple a little bit. Right. Yeah, I think you would. You I think been, he's like, you been he, better was, off. he was looking for essentially. <laughs> if Cavino's okay with saying, "Hey, I just want to put a bandaid on something. I eventually have to fix for a hundred bucks," then he's fine. Honestly, yes, that's what I'm willing to say. I'm honestly, not willing to say, oh, I can't wait to see how brand new it looks. Your money would have been better spent had you taken your dented car over to the body shop, the uh, the strip, strip club, club over on Sunset, and <laughs> spent $100 there. I left it, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've already done the math. If they're going to try to charge me 850 at the body shop, yeah. I'm paying 750 because I already, in my mind, invested 100 But that's not how it works. That's, yeah, how, it that's works. how I work. No. But that's yeah. not how people want it. You think uh, that's that how I work. You think, now you think that the fucking Honda dealer Guaranteed. is going to pay for your mistake? Guarantee you I don't pay more than that. What is I wrong guarantee, with you? I guarantee uh, you. Sir, you only gave us $750. It's, uh, that's, it's uh, $850. That's no, uh, no, 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 no. There was this guy no, no, no. at Gelson's. He said he worked for you guys. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, that's not how this works. I believe you got scammed. Uh, we're All not right. responsible for your fucking stupidity. Watch me. Next. Watch me. I'll show you the receipts. You know what? You can take it to Mako. All right, so again, I digest the oh, story. I, 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 no, I love, I love the fact that you, you really, you really. I, I, I was, this. I was trying to rationalize for you, but now I love the fact that you think the Honda dealership is is gonna compensate for your bonehead thing. Oh, they will. <laughs> I guarantee they will. Oh boy! If they were gonna charge me eight fifty, I'm paying seven fifty. Well, what are you gonna do? Jerk them off? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm annoying you. Like you gonna throw in a handy? No, I'm, I'm good like you that. Should, he gave you his uh, contact info, right? I got his number. Yeah, yeah. Give him a call. See if it uh, see if it goes through. I talked to him already. When the, the, today? It's probably yesterday it's, on the phone. It's a burner phone. It's one of those. <laughs> he probably has a Google Voice number that he changes every every All day. All right. Look, hey, you know what, man? If this shit comes out. You guys are going to feel right. real bad at how you, you were such naysayers on, on just, you know, good people. 
That's oh, all. Yeah, good people. Good you people. You lost faith. You lost uh, faith, my you friends. You know what? I'm going to believe that this guy was uh, a, a good bunch of galoop just I, looking, for, uh, looking to help a, a citizen. You know what? I hope. I hope. I hope. Okay, uh, Andy Dufresne. In my heart of Yo, hearts. By the way, if I did get scammed, this guy was the biggest piece of shit because he did give you the whole That's bullshit That's what a spiel. scammer is? I know, I know. Are but you he, kidding? he even saw me going to get ice cream with oh my, my daughter. I'm, I'm being a good guy. Oh. He was like, hey, God bless your daughter. You and your daughter, man. Have a great day. Have a great day. But you spot, think he, fucking spot, he scammers target spot, people spot, like spot, you because they spot. see how gullible yeah. and dumb you I'm are. Not the, I'm not the type of guy who's going to fucking uh, be taken for as gullible spot, in scenario. Spot. I mean, the guy can't be a scam artist. He I have said, default Vato face. Spot, let's, forget, let's not forget that. Spot, he can't be scammed. The guy said, God bless you and your daughter. God bless. God bless you. God bless you and your daughter. And your daughter. I mean, she. we both did sneeze at the same time, so perhaps okay. that was Maybe why. Maybe that was but, why he said it, but yeah. Yeah, but... You know, I took it as what a nice gesture. All right, so anyway. <laughs> Steven I, Utah wants to know, are you fucking serious? About <laughs> what? Yes, the whole thing happened yesterday. I you, told you. You were serious about that? I can't wait to see now. Uh, I have this burning desire to fucking <laughs> go outside and buff this shit off my car right now. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. When I go to Texas on the 4th of July, this is year two. Of a new tradition. Oh, no. <laughs> but the funny part is, no. Rich really is amped about getting ready for this. This particular moment. And you think that everyone else cares. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. He stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. Yankee Doodle. A year ago, Dicky Doodle. A year ago, I said, you know what? Dicky Doodle Dandy. I'm a Dicky Doodle Dandy. Dicky Doodle Dandy boy. I real life nephew of my uncle Bart. <laughs> I made something a year ago that you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys came up with the name, or did I? I don't even remember. No, we were calling them like. Dicky something shots. If anyone remembers that, we'll give you a high five. We originally called them like Dicky, Dicky something shots or something. Then we called them Dicky Doodle Dandies, and the rest is history. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Woo! Yankee Doodle do or die. Nah. Is that James Cagney? It is. How'd you know? <laughs> because my mom was obsessed with yeah. him growing up. I'm a dicky doodle dandy. So on the 4th of George July. George M. Cohen. Hey, hey, Spot, do you have that little conversation that we had last oh, year, yeah, though? Oh, you pull it up, yeah. Oh, it is fucking hysterical because it really paints the picture of why this is peculiar. Okay. You're a grown-ass dude, right. and you're all stoked about making some Martha Stewart treat for a bunch of Texans. Give me, like, two minutes. So, thirty seconds. Last year, every like I said, it's it's probably like five plus years in a row now, maybe more. We we've been loving the whole tradition of going to Texas for the Fourth of July, where my wife is from, New Braunfels, Texas. We float the river with her friends during that time. It's a yearly tradition. We do a barbecue with her family on the Fourth at this little place called the Island, where there's a like you know little. You should get those little neck floats that it's they like put a, little Asian kids it's in. A, it's a natural spring where there's barbecues. Like It is my favorite holiday of the year as far as like chill mode. You ever Fourth see of those July. floats, Rich? The little tubes that go around your neck for babies? So just their head is sticking out? Yeah, I'll borrow Emmys. That's great. You should wear one of those. The neck, the neck tube. The neck float. 
I always see little Asian kids with those. So I said, you know what? What could I do? What could I do to make the 4th of July in Texas even more special? And I know every time we go to float the river with Sarah's friends, everyone gets babysitters, everyone's kids are watched, and it's like maybe like four or five couples. We all rent the tubes. You get the booze and the snacks in a cooler. You rent an, you actually rent a tube just for the, your cooler, and you sort of drag that tube with you. Have your little, your little snacks. Tube. Your refills for your, your booze. Tube. Tube. Have you ever floated a river? Either one of you jerk-offs? Tubes. I have. <laughs> you ever float a river jerk-off? Have you ever taken your Float horse down river? to Old Town Road? I have. So you float a river and you've taken your horse down the whole town road. Have you, you ever shot floated a gun have, before? Uh, but but I'm saying And you fired a gun. I want I wonder <laughs> if you would ever float a river, Kavino. <laughs> you know what? I, I would what? and I have. You know what? I've I actually have. I have actually uh whitewater rafted. That's not floating rivers. rivers. No, that's no, no. Not a, that's but I've actually floated I rivers. I've been I've spent time in rivers. Have floated down the Delaware water gap. Yes, me too, Spot. With a with a float. Yep. And a cooler. Same here. So Zuggy. Yeah. Suggies. If, if you think the dirty ass Delaware water gap. Delaware water gap is beautiful. Fucking you asked the question. Weak ass Delaware water gap. The I gap remember when I got there. I was like, hey, we're in Delaware. Yeah. No, you're not. Technically, you're in between New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> it was great. Once you felt the Comal River oh, or the God. Guadalupe, now you're talking spot. You don't know nothing. No one's denying okay. the scene, bro. It's a fucking scene. Fourth of July weekend. Floating the river, I said, you know what? Everyone's uh, some of the girls are some of the girls and guys are like I'm making my uh, I, I mixed up a bunch of uh, booze and this and I made a special punch or I made a special this or people got their beer and their snacks in the cooler. I said, you know, what? I'm gonna make a fucking Fourth of July treat for the ages because I saw this on I saw this on Facebook. The men, or the men are probably like, yeah, I'm smoking a brisket for twelve hours, dude. It's gonna be your fantastic. Whole story is like I, a Pinterest fail. I love what, it what I know. What I love though, I love how you think. I saw them. They look like like uh, Dickie Doodoo dandies. I love how you guys think that every guy in Texas wears a cowboy hat with spurs on his shoes, and he's like some roughneck. I've These seen like, the people you hang out with. They're ginormous. Yeah. They're like big Texas Texas guys. Yeah. <laughs> Named Tex and Big Hoss. You think Big Hoss and is stoked for your little uh, your little craft? Whatever it is, I, your, I, your little, can I little have treat. The, uh, the clip. Can I play? Yeah, play the clip and then I'll All explain. Right. By the way, ahead. if you're new to the show and you didn't hear it, Rich saw something online and they were called like yeah, Fourth of July Jello shots or something, and they're red, white, and blue Jello uh, shots. Yeah, just let, let inside of a strawberry, just, and we named them Dickie Doodle Dandies. <laughs> these are the guys. these are the people you hang out As with. Jim J. Bullock yeah. is to Maximus Gladiators. Who do you think these people are? I know who they are. I've met them. Smashing beer cans? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're doing they're shotgunning beers, but they're not even cutting them. They're smashing yeah, them on their head. They bite them with their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are out of your mind. Get away anyway. rich with your bafungaloot strawberry shots. They did they say what do they say? What's that thing? Bless your heart, buddy. And they give you nuggies. <laughs> this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> oh man, so, this guy! This guy brought some Jello shots. Come, come over here, give him a hug. <laughs> you guys are my best friends. 
<laughs> Thanks, little buddy. <laughs> come here, little buddy. Get over here with your little girly shots. Come here. Come Hold here. Come on. here. Sit on my I think you're, I think you're out of your mind. Oh, because Hold you're the best. All right, well, let me, let me tell you. Would you like another first. one? I'll feed it to you. Here, open your mouth. I'll shoot one. <laughs> oh, man, you, you crack me up, man. You crack me up, little fella. You, you're, you and your jello shots. <laughs> man. This guy, you're right. You're right. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Switch spot. Right, stop the clip. Stop the clip. That was that was last year. No, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's actual soundbite from last year. Yeah, that's the audio from Texas. Right. <laughs> that was our hidden microphone from last Fourth of July. So this year on Fourth of July weekend, as we celebrate this nation, one of my one of my buddies said, "Hey, you making those things again?" No, and I didn't. said. Do you mean Dicky Doodle Daddies? <laughs> yeah, because they're Dickie they're Doodle. laughing at they're laughing no. deep down that you're so proud of this. So here's what you do, Jake. Pay attention if you want to be the superstar in your crew. Oh, my, oh, oh yes. my god! I call these Jakey Doodle Dandies. Jakey Doodle Dandies. You can name no, them. No, 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 no. You have to say they're ah. Dicky Doodle Dandies. Don't fucking change the name. Oh, you you're taking me- ownership of these? <laughs> yes. These are yours now. Hold on. I see the look. I see the look in our. Hold on. Our, 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 that fact hold on. that you're proud of that name is it proves how goofy you are. Didn't you find these on like Pinterest or something? <laughs> yeah, they're not even they're yours. Not even yours. No, I invented so them. Like, no, you I, in, I invented them, and I see our Dickie new intern. Our new intern Sasha is looking at me like, "Go on. I want to hear what these bad boys are." Do you really, Sasha? Do you really want? To hear about these? Like pretty kind of. Yeah, but pretty do you think, kind of. No. Do you pretty think kind of. Sasha? Do you think rootin' tootin' Texas dudes really give a fuck about Rich's corny Jello shots? I say absolutely not. I mean, I want to hear about him. I want to hear about him. Okay. Well, so mind. do I, because I find it hilarious She's that just... he gives a shit. By the way, no Seabrink, Seabrink, uh, one of our good pals who's a cop in New York City, he said when I went to Austin. The river float made the trip. Most amazing part of my Texas adventure. Hey, no, no one's downplaying floating the, the river float. The float in the river might be my favorite thing I do every year in the summer. So let me tell you about Dicky Doodle Dandy. Spot, hit me up with a little uh, James Cagney again. You want James Cagney? All right. These are Dicky Doodle Dandies. If you want to impress your crew. Are we live, nephew of my Uncle Sam? Yeah! Born on the 4th <laughs> of July. Oh, my mom's I smiling ear to ear right now. Dicky Doodle Dandies. She's my Yankee You're a Dicky Doodle dreamboat. Now Yankee Doodle came to London just to ride a pony. Ah! I am a Yankee Doodle boy. I'm a Yankee Doodle boy. All right, pay attention. Here's what you do. <laughs> James Cagney. This is fucking unbelievable... A treat that every man, every woman in your crew will love. If you want to be the 4th of July hero, pay attention right now. Go get some huge strawberries. You know when you go to the supermarket, you see those bad boys, those big strawberries? Huge. Can I get a basket of those bad boys? So you get monstrous strawberries. Look at you using all hard words to describe the most corny (laughs) shit ever. Did you just say monstrous? Bad boys. Talking strawberry shots. Hold, hey, you fucking bite your tongue and pay attention. You get monster strawberries. You hollow them out, Jake. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Hollow strawberries. Hollow the str- you, Yeah. And and you can. How you do could, you hollow them out, Rich? Well, you could use a. You could use a little. You know the knife you would use for a grapefruit. You could either like use that. Like a paring knife. A paring knife, or at, at some supermarkets, they actually have a little device. A huller. A huller where you you could pull the innards of a Holler. strawberry out, right? 
So you, you paying attention so far, Jake? Jake, you're not paying attention. Enough. I am. Do you want to be a hero? Or do you want to be a dud? Jake, I'm gonna win the Fourth of July. Jake, right there. All right. So you hollow out the strawberry. All right, I'm taking notes. Hollow, hollow out. out. Yeah, hollow out the strawberry. Oh, I need some patriotic music here. So you went. All right. So you hollow out the strawberry. By the way, this is what you went with? Yeah. <laughs> what is this, Baroque music? Dicky Doodle went to Ralph's to get the strawberries. <laughs> I am a Yankee Doodle boy. Yankee Doodle went to Ralph's. Dicky Doodle. <laughs> no, uh, what's, what's in Texas? What's a, a uh, Texas chain? H-E-B. He went to H-E-B. Heb. Then I went to H-E-B and got giant strawberries. I am Dicky Doodle boy. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Dicky Doodle Dicky. This is much more your speed. But Spot, Rich doesn't even like recognize that even the name of these things is corny. Like, like he's the, proud of it. You're proud. Dude, proud like, of them ain't the word. Dandy? Dicky Doodle Dandy? It's so uh, perfect. Do you for mean you. when the fucking thousands upon thousands of people will now own their 4th of July barbecue in a few weeks thanks to me? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, so you hollow out the strawberries. Go get yourself some Tito's, some Kettle One. Maybe if you want to be adventurous, I even uh, I even suggest a vanilla flavored vodka. You could go vanilla flavored. You could go whipped cream flavored. Oh, I was gonna say the whipped cream. You could flavored. do that, but here's the deal: you could do that or regular. So you soak the strawberries in some vodka. Let them sit for a good hour. Right, so now you get they're not too, you don't want them to get too mushy because then they'll fall apart. Give them a good soaking in a vodka. You let them dry off. So you soak them in the vodka first. Yeah, soak okay. the strawberries in the and vodka. You, and I guess you figured this out from the mistakes you made last year because they look like shit. Well, it's trial and error. The final they product like was soggy fucking fantastic. Yeah, but you learn, dummy. I learned so that you could benefit. In fact, you can almost say I sacrificed. All I'm saying, I'm not I'm not what? saying they weren't tasty, but rich. Okay. They did not look like the picture. Okay. You hollow out the strawberries, you just soak them in vodka. Don't let them get soggy. Then you let them dry. Put them on a napkin or something, right? Oh, a napkin. Now you get blue jello. A decorative napkin? You get blue jello and you make jello shots the way you would with vodka. So you're making. Might I make a suggestion? Yes. Uh, use that uh, pinnacle whipped cream vodka. That's what, that's what he just said. Did you say whipped cream? Said I said you could use vanilla vodka, vodka or yeah. whipped cream I vodka. I missed that part. Sorry. So you could use whipped cream vodka or vanilla vodka. I missed that. Either one. Sorry. But you make Is that what you soak it in? Oh, uh, you can do what I think you want. The, oh, the okay. vodka is up to you. Some people don't like flavored vodka. So now making you make you make different. you make blue vodka. Uh blue jello. Blue jello. Yeah. Blue jello. You pour you pour the blue jello into the hollowed out strawberries. Put those bad boys in the fridge or freezer, right? Now, when they harden and solid, you cut them in half and put a little dab of Cool Whip on it, and you got a red, white, and blue. Strawberry, blue jello, white Cool Whip, a red, white, and blue. Dicky Doodle Dandy. Oh my God! You're such a dork. You're welcome. <laughs> and how does uh, how does Big Buck McGirt feel about it? To town, riding on my pony, pony ponies. Hey, there he is again. The guy with the jello shots. And jello shots. Hey, what do you call those lame things again?
Diggy Doodle Dandy. Yeah, that's it. Bring him over here. Come here, Buck. Try these things out. This little guy likes them. So this year. I made them all myself. This year, two weeks from now. Actually, what? Three weeks from now? A couple weeks from now. When you are celebrating on the 4th of July. Have one, Big Buck McGurk. I want everyone to tweet us, DM us on Instagram, tag us with your Dicky Doodle Dandies. I love, I love, love. I love that he thinks that people tr- care. Yeah. I love how A, you think people care, and B, that you're trying to take complete ownership of this thing that you found Invent- online. Invented. <laughs> That's like me saying uh, nope. No, but uh, spot. 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 Like, you know how I make buffalo chicken tip and people ask me for my recipe and I share yeah. it? You invented it. That's like me saying that I invented buffalo chicken dip, and I want everyone to have Spotty's buffalo chicken dip. I'm the one who invented it. Spot. No, Not, but he's I didn't really find pushing. A, I didn't find it on a jar of Frank's Red Hot. But I he's really pushing it. that. Like everyone's waiting this year for his new oh. tradition. Spot. We got to the parking lot before we even rented the tubes and went out on the river. Everyone said, "Let's do one of those right now." Everyone held just up. Want no, alcohol. no, no, they don't no, care where no, it's coming no. from. No, everyone held up. Man, you know what I could really go for right now? Uh-huh. Tell me. One of those dicky doodle dandies. Come on, break it open, kid. <laughs> no problem, big hoss. Every- can I tell you something? In fact, here's what you do. Lucky day. Can I can I, can I break fuel no. on? No. Here's okay. what you do. No. I gotta also tell you how this works. Please you know what tell you do? Me. Please tell me. You hold up. Oh, your dicky doodle dandy. No, what? I'm thinking about no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop and you it now. Fe- and you feed it to Big Hoss? No. You hold it up and you, you hold up bloop. the dicky doodle dandy with your left hand, right hand on your heart, to oh, salute the to the salute you the troops and this fine country. And you say, me? and you say, everyone, independence. We celebrate our independence, and then we, then you toast, and then you. You're Dickie Doodle Dandy! And then you punch a <laughs> pinky out, pinky out. Pinky out if you want, Jake. And then you punch Tell a hole in drywall because there's nothing more American than that. Yeah, you're the Dickie Doodle Dandiest. I can't believe it. I can't believe that he... Here's the, the backstory. Rich was talking about how he has to make those again this year. And I thought he was like joking around. Like, how could he be so proud of something so lame? Like he's and making he goes, it sound like he, he's gotten... There's a, yeah, a quick yes, text message. That was the thing. Saying, like, hey, you don't Rich, understand. Hey, Rich, making your Dickie Doodle Dandiest? I've gotten requests. Like, there's people going to the river just to see if Rich brings them again. I wouldn't be surprised if the river's a little crowded this year. <laughs> you might have to, like, uh, you might have to... Mass produce them you might, Yeah, you might have to start mass produce. You, uh, you should start now. I might tell my mother-in-law to get By the to, way, to get to the market now. Fuck staining the deck. Get Sarah down there two weeks early to start making dickle do- Dickie Doodle Dandies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will say this. You could start selling them along the river. You could have a Dickie Doodle Dandy spot, franchise. Spot, it's not about every, pro- every mile down the spot, road. It's not about profits. It's about, it's about patriotism. You should start a show. Name it Triple D. Triple D. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about this. Dickie Doodle Dandies. Every show is just... It's just all about your all fucking about how, how your whole so life today, changed. we're going to make some Dickie Doodle Dandies. Dicky Doodle Dandy. I thought he made those last week. I guess not. Maybe like, it's a repeat. You know, all I'm, I'm giving, I'm there, I'm giving all you. All these Texans proud of their brisket and, like I, I said in that flashback, crushing beer cans on their head and doing shit, real shots and doing manly things. And Rich comes in with his apron and fucking strawberry shots. <laughs> roughly apron. Yeah, his roughly apron. <laughs> Look at I got guys. Well, <laughs> you know, know what I want everyone someone to do? Gets a, someone gets a little strawberry down the side of their mouth. He pulls out a napkin and wipes it off. I got you. What the hell are these girly oh, looking things? Hey, 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 hold on. Hold on, Big Hoss. Just taste it before you say anything. Well, uh, I mean, I guess so. 
Well, big house tasted, and, and then Rich looks at the look in his face, and he's like, "Oh, uh, well, I gotta see, I gotta see, kid. These are mighty tasty." I told you though. I want you to know, these are a hit. If you do them in your hometown, you will be the star of the Fourth of July yeah, barbecue. The, the brown star. You will be. <laughs> you will be the hero. Like I said, remember the rule. Oh, there's a rule. What's the rule again? Hold it up with your left oh, hand. Hold it up, and you put hand your- on your heart. You 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 give a little thanks. We celebrate our independence, Dicky Doodle Dandy. Should you be All right, here's the feedback. Yeah. I want to read the feedback. But hold on, you, you know what? I want? Just again, I'll give you the 10 second summary, which some may have thought I could have just done from the beginning. <laughs> Hollow out a strawberry, soak them in vodka, flavored if you'd like, for. A short amount of time because you don't want to soggy up the the berry. You don't want mm, soggy berries. Mm, soggy. <clears throat> um, you make blue Jello shots. So essentially, vodka and blue Jello. You pour the blue Jello inside the hollowed out strawberries. You let them harden in the fridge or freezer. When it's hardened, you put a little Cool Whip on top. Slice them in half, and you have a red, white, and blue strawberry Cool Whip vodka Jello shot. They are known around the world as Dicky oh. Doodle Dandies. Oh, this has gone worldwide. <laughs> it's gone worldwide in the past ten minutes. Wow, yeah. Mr. Worldwide over here. Yeah, where are my glasses? All right, let's see. <laughs> hey, Rich, how do they not beat you up when you're in Texas? Hashtag uh, Dicky Doodle Dandies. I Dandies. am like that's you, from you San Angelo. You Texas. don't get it. I am the fucking Texas is. You know, I I would move to Texas if we didn't work in the entertainment world. It's sort of our job keeps us in L.A. or New York. If I did a different type of job. I would live in Texas. Texas embraces me. And then you know what Rich does? Uh, after he serves his Dickie Doodle Dandies, he plays this on the flute. <laughs> the skin flute? Yeah. And then he shoves it up his ass. <laughs> no, he plays it with his ass. Hey, hey, uh, Dickie Doodle Dork, can you play that song on the flute again? Sure. You know what? I know it's a couple weeks away, but I'm just giving you guys a, a heads up and advance notice to make your own Dicky Doodle Dandies. And just know that I will, I'll Instagram story and live this to show you the response. Oh, Maybe yeah. Everyone, I don't, everyone's stoked about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jen uh, in Tonawanda says, I actually think I may do Dicky Doodle Dandies this year. You know what? Oh, I'm 100% doing this. Yes, exactly, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> That's because you're an alcoholic, Jake. Kyle in I Pennsylvania mean, yeah. goes, I really want to make fun of Rich, too. So bad, but these bad boys, as Rich called them, Sound tasty as fuck. You will be the hero of your 4th of July event in a few weeks from now. I'm going to make these. Uh, by the way, Amarillo, <laughs> Texas saying, Texas loves you, Dickie. It's about patriotism over profits. That's the greatest thing Dickie's ever said. <laughs> Becker, who's coming to our convention <laughs> next week with his cousin Snackster, says, How long do you soak them in the vodka, Dickie? Uh, I'd say it's, 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 it's the eye test. No, there's no. It, there's not, uh, I can't say eight minutes. You see, until it, you know, you can't get them too soggy, bro. Oh man, Kansas says, are, "Why are they busting your balls?" I'm gonna make these because Rich is so overly proud of them, and I can't imagine that these rootin' tootin' Texas guys really are stoked about Rich's corny shots the way he is. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Let's go to your phone calls. In fact, one of the calls is, uh, I believe my wife is on, but let's go to I'm J- not denying that they're tasty. Let's no one's J- ever denied that. Let's go to Jason first. Jason in Minnesota. What's up, Jason? Hey, boys. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I float rivers, and I got a pro tip for you. You take uh, you take a box line sangria, or like, uh, I think they make other mixed things, like yeah. margaritas and shit like that. You open up the box, and you pull the bag out, 
and you throw that some bitch from tube to tube, and it, it'll float and everything. The bag will never break. But you guys just pass that around. Out of out of boy. There you go. Gotta worry about it thinking. And you, you know, Jason. You know what else will uh, better? You, can you know use what else the river will, to cool it. You know what else will better your Fourth of July uh, in uh, a couple weeks from now? Dicky Doodle Dandies. Have a great day. Hell yeah. uh, Stanley oh, in Missouri. Here's a question: Can you soak the strawberries <laughs> yeah. in like a, a sangria kind of thing? Uh, dude, you could if you want, but I feel like uh, vodka is the, the the move here. What's up, Stanley? Doesn't it make him soft? Hey, <clears throat> I, I live in Missouri, uh, southern part, and we do a lot of floating on the rivers down here, Eleven Point and stuff like that. I've been down to Texas and done some floating. I know my crew and the guys I hang out with, country guys. If I showed up with some strawberries. They would raise the shit out of me. <laughs> exactly. And you know what they would do? And, and, know, and, know, and know what they would do? And know what, and know what they would do afterwards, Stanley? Hey, I brought some raw dicky noodle dandies. Stanley, Stanley, <laughs> got, these Stanley. guys are bite, these guys are biting uh, beer bottles off their teeth, and Rich is serving uh, little trays of strawberries. Stanley, I want you to know, <laughs> Stanley, you're a grown man. Stanley, how old are you? Ah, uh, forty. All right, we're the same age. Look at that. You show up this Fourth of July. I'll. I'm telling you right now, if you make Dickie Doodle Dandies and you say, hey, fe- hey, fellas. Same guy. Hey, fellas. Guess what I made? And they're like, hey, St- they said, Stanley, what do you got? You'd be like, hey, I'm going to get all kinds of shit. No, 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 Stanley. No. What, you, hey, at I, first, I made these things. They're called Dickie Doodle Dandies. No, what's going to happen, Stanley? They're going to say, what is this corny ass shit you're making? And then they're going to have one, right? And then you know what they're going to say? <laughs> Stanley, uh, that's, that's some corny stuff. Yo, can I get another? And then next year, they're going to be like, hey, Stanley, why don't you bring those bad boys again? Ha <laughs> ha! Can we call him something different? No. You know what? You should bring Kavita with you, and he can handle the grill, and you can handle the Dicky Doodle Dandies. By the way, what is this floating way, culture that everyone's Jake, into, apparently? Jake, when you, you live near a river, would love. Essentially, people float for hours down a river. Down a river. And you, you rent a tube for like 10 or 20 bucks. You rent a tube for a cooler, so for the crew. And you just chill, take in the sun, drink. Put snacks in the cooler. It's literally just instead of sitting in a, in a yard chilling and talking and drinking, you're doing it on a river. The floating culture is much different in the Mormon community, right? <laughs> that very different, very, very, very different floating. Yeah. You uh, have to my, look that one up, guys. My, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about. My wife is on the phone. Uh, hello, Sarah. Hey guys. Um, Sarah, I got to ask you, how do you feel like? How do you feel that Rich is ste- stealing your thunder? In the, sense that, in the sense that you're staining the deck yeah, and you're he's off, bringing the dandies. You're off staining a deck and he's in the kitchen making dicky doodle dandies. Guys, I've already come to grips that I'm the man of the relationship. I, I You know I do all the handiwork. I built all the, you know, in these cribs and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I'm the handy one. Right. He's the dandy one. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sarah, can you please explain to Kavino and Spot the popularity. I'm not denying that they're tasty, Rich. I um, want to make that clear. And and how well they went over. Okay. Well, first I want to say, Jake, I would love to take you on the river. Whoa. I think it would be a lot of fun. Whoa, whoa. Run. She wants to take um, you on the river. I'm afraid of rivers. Uh, Can't swim. <laughs> and also, like, Rich is right. Like, they, you know, I always like to call in and, like, you know, raz on Rich. But it's, uh, no, they really were popular. Everyone loved them. Um, they were all gone, and they wanted more. They were cheering. Literally had, like, half the river cheering for Yankee Doodle Dandies. Or the, the half the river was cheering for Yankee Doodle Dandies. I heard, they, ho- I heard the they hoisted you in the air. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. They did. They, they hoisted him up in the air through the rapids on two. On a f- yeah. Hip, hip, decay. Yeah. Hip, yeah. hip, decay. <laughs> now, did you hear what she said? No. They were gone, and people were asking for more. 
Hey, I, I feel a little, uh, little gay uh, asking, but you got any more of those dandies? All I ask is that this year you don't destroy my mom's stove while doing it, though. What did you she do? She left an entire blue glaze burnt oh. on the stove, and my mom had to clean it up. It took her, like, oh. over an hour. Well, that's woman's work. Yo, do you think, do you think fucking Emerald Agassi or Guy Fieri's mother-in-law would complain? Are you, are you, I mean, that's, that's a little extending yourself, but okay. I gotta go. Are you putting right. yourself I'm just saying, I just want to uh, let it be okay. okay. Tell, tell, tell Cindy to settle down. All right. Love you, babe. Dicky doo doo dandies. Love you, bye. Dicky doo doo. Well, they came out visually, they looked nothing. No. They looked like the, the Pinterest fails, no. but apparently they tasted <laughs> the fantastic. The final product. Do we, do we have a photo the of the final of The, the final, pro- the final Rich makes, product? Rich, Rich makes fun of my grilling. Those things look like soggy turds. Uh, Charles, <laughs> Charlie in Texas, you're on. What's up, Charlie? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make them for Fourth uh, of July. We're going to Mexico. I'm gonna make them. You gotta put uh, gotta, green in there. I got a, uh, I, got a, uh, I, I got a, uh, a vodka suggestion for you, though, Rich. Yeah. When you're in uh, Central Texas, uh, Dripping Springs, Texas orange vodka is the way to go. With orange and strawberry, one. citrusy, very oh. fresh and crisp. Well, you know what? By the way, the, re- the reason we bring this up now, because Fourth of July is still a few weeks away, right? The reason we bring it now is because Rich did come into the office the other day and say he's already getting requests for his. <laughs> but he said it with all, in all seriousness. Yeah, you know, I I'm, already, I'm already getting requests for my dicky little dandy. I was like, are you serious? Uh, yes, I am. And uh, apparently it's true. So thank you, man. Uh, hey. Spencer is on in. Uh, let's see, where are you at, Spencer? Hey, man, Ontario. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, that, that's right, Ontario. What's up, brother? So uh, Canada Day is July first. So I want to hear Rich's Canadian equivalent of what a dicky doodle dandy whatever would be in Canada. Oh, oh that's and great. That's funny. You should ask. Hold some, on. Think of some great name too. All right, hold on. Let's see. So it's not hold dicky on. doodle dandy. Red Jello. No, 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 no. The strawberry is red. He's getting green Jello. Like, You're going to get green. Je- you, there's no green in the Canadian flag. No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a red okay. maple leaf. <laughs> no, no, no. What? It's red, it's red and white, you dumbass. <laughs> green. Green. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the right, Ital- I was, I was I thinking was, my Italian. No, uh, I was thinking uh, of the glorious mountains, the yeah, uh, yeah. filled oh, mountains wait, wait, that line. Rich, Rich might be onto something. We did legalize marijuana from coast to coast. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking. No, 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 no. So you do. No, no, you do red with like white. Oh, it cool should be whip. maple flavored. Is there a maple flavored vodka? Maple flavored. Oh, yeah, you can get maple flavored anything. Maple flavored vodka. Ooh. Okay, a maple vodka inside the. <sighs> this is a good. Yeah, let's see. What is? It? You I don't can know. do a white Jello. You can do it you by could. mixing in like milk or something. So you could do a whitish, but you would put cream in it. So I think it should yeah. be red Jello with whipped cream. Yeah, with just maple leave flavored out the, vodka. Leave out the blue. The, and that's but we need a name now. Uh, can, I, can I say one last thing, real quick? Yeah. Trudeau's treasures. Trudeau's treasures. <laughs> Go Raptors. Go, Go Raptors. Trudeau treasures. Here's the thing with the Raptors. Although you want them to win, regardless, it'd be much cooler if they won the next game at home. Oh, I gotta think about. I got. You know what? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm not ready to franchise yet into Canada, so hold your horses. <laughs> hold your horse. Franchise. I'll, I'll franchise. Right, there. But the time is right, Spencer. Hold your horses, buddy. Rich, that, on, a, uh, on, a, on a side note, Rich, yeah. totally not related. One of our colleagues, uh, Katie Nolan, right, yeah. apparently made reference somewhere on social media or on a show that she thought, oh, Canada was a better song than the Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. 
just strictly speaking about the song. Yeah. You know, like, I just think it's a nicer song. And she got, like, tons of shit, like, you're so un-American. <laughs> like, so much hate because of it. It was so ridiculous. I mean, honestly, the most ridiculous thing ever. Like it, Right. I mean, if you want to go song for song, uh, if we really think, if you analyze each country's anthem, none of them are great songs. You know what the weakest thing is that I, I, I guess there's a, a reason for, but I hate how... Our country, Tis of E, is it's the same God song the as Queen. God Save the Queen. Yeah. To me, that's the weakest thing well, you know ever. Well, you know we did come from there, right? I, well, that's what I'm saying. I know there's a reason for Dude, it. It was, but... the first, it was the first ever musical sample. <laughs> yeah, but it's, they true. stole the exact same melody. <laughs> it's like I feel, I'm ashamed that that's our, our jam. Do you know uh, the words to God Save the Queen? I don't. It's the same song. It's like uh, how, how, how Twinkle Twinkle stole the melody for ABCD. Let's go Wait, to... What? Oh, my God. Let's Mind go. Blown. Let's go to Jules in PA. Hey, Jules. Hey, guys. How are you today? We're good. You wrote down the recipe, right? You want to be the hero. Well, so funny thing is, I grew up in Texas, and I grew up river rafting and going down the river and just camping out from dawn to dusk, um, tying up floats and coolers, and it's a big, big thing. I'm totally with Sarah. It's the funnest thing. Every year we get a bit big group of girls together, Ooh. and sometimes we'll include some of the guys. And no. um, yeah, I think things get a little bit crazy when Ooh. you're tied up on the river for a full day drinking. So, Go on, yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Send photos. I have, I, I, <laughs> I have actually discreet. made something similar to these before, um, but I make my own whipped cream that goes with them, and I kind of put like a homemade like vodka whipped cream inside them, and then oh, add the jello. I'm making some whipped cream. What? I'm sorry. What? Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> Spot. Keep in your pants. Oh, hey, wow. You think you think Rich, this year like your reputation Jeez. spread throughout AC. Texas so much that. That like strangers are gonna try to want to you know come party with you just to get a taste of Dude, those things I, that I everyone. Mean, really, I, hey, uh, what, what's yeah. all the hustle and bustle? Well, I remember sucks. seeing you guys I'm last year. Post, yeah, I'm gonna definitely post on my Insta some some river pictures this year for sure because it it gets it, it like I said it gets a little bit crazy when you have a whole gaggle of girls and swimsuits and drinks. Hey, what, what's, what's, uh, what's, 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 what's that Instagram handle? Uh, what's that Instagram uh, handle? Let me just slide into this. Uh, I mean, let me just follow you. follow you. so you can find me on it. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you on hold so Spock can find you. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Spock, wait, actually I'm did. Creepy. Okay. I'm creepy. You're the one that's like, hey, Jules, I got my own whipped cream for you. <laughs> like a creep. Uh, Brian yeah, in Texas. Dicky, Dicky Doodle Handies. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, Brian? That's what he's giving in Big Hoss. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey. So showing up with the strawberries is you may want to show up with a watermelon soaked in vodka or Everclear. No, nope. <laughs> don't don't, don't, guys... don't fucking tell me what's bad. No, nope. his strawberry shortcake apron. I mean, no, no, he's perfected this recipe. He a tray of strawberries. He went I... in the test kitchen for like months, just perfecting oh. this. That's what he's been doing the past I need year. To, I need to get you know. I need to get you, you know. You just made me think of something. Thank you, Brian. Brian, what part of Texas you're from? I live in Austin, Texas. Oh, did you? I've been. I love Austin. One of my one of my favorite places. I've been floating to Guadalupe for over thirty years, and if definitely showing up with strawberries, you're going to show you're from the West Coast. Well, I'm not from. The, I'm a New Yorker. You're a city boy. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a New York guy at heart. <laughs> city I mean, they boy. must call you Foofy Rich when you're not. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, they no. must be funny behind your back <laughs> so hard. I'm the fucking Texas. I I, I blend. I'm not. Oh yeah, blend. you blend. <laughs> Now, <laughs> I think I, now that I think about it, you know what I should get to promote my product? Thank you, by the way. Brian. You blend whipped cream for your goofy shots. Are you get, like, what are you getting? No, I'm you thinking getting about, promotional products? No, I'm thinking about getting 
swim trunks no. with dicky doodle dandies all over them. Oh my god! Like almost like personalized, like, so, like, like personalized board shorts. You mean strawberries? Yeah, but well, yeah, but, but like no, but <laughs> no, but, but like the the cross section, so you yeah. can see the inside oh, with the it, blue and the white. Yeah, I, this is gonna get big, guys. Uh, I'll remember you. I remember that guy from last year. Uh, Trey, you're on in Texas. What's up, gentlemen? Uh, newer listener. Love you guys. Thanks, uh, I was just in uh, Austin last weekend, and we were doing jello shots, and three guys all over 200 pounds were like, no problem. Give them to me. Give me all you got. So all y'all are dorks, Rich. I got your back, bro. Yo, Trey, you're more than welcome to join us. Did he say Jello shots? Fourth of July or did he weekend. Say Jello shots inside strawberries. Dude, what's better? What's better? <laughs> because what's there's better? A, it was actually it was actually banana vodka with strawberry Jello, so it was like strawberry banana. It was awesome. But like, were they in little plastic cups? Because there's a difference. There's a difference yeah. in presentation. Yeah. No. Oh, the uh, average the average uh, uh, beer guzzling uh, chugger. Let's well, not forget the lamest name ever. And they're called Dickie Dickie Doodle Dandies. That he's so proud of. Well, well, I'm not gonna call him that. I'll just no, call no, him no, 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 no. You have to. If you're gonna do it, you have to. You know to. why? Because you you're a real man from Texas. That's why. <laughs> no, hey, that's, Trey. That's I'll right. see. I'll see you on the river, man. Yeah. I'll be the guy they're, that. I'll be the guy that everyone. Tra- they're trademarked. Be the, Trey. I'll be the guy that. Rich will be the guy uh, getting wedgies. I'll be the. I'll be the I'll be one that everyone's around <laughs> cheering. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. Spot crank this for Joe Coy. Make him tell the club. Here he goes. Oh. Oh. Making his entrance. Joe Coy. It's Joe. Motherfucking Coy. Yeah. How do you like that, bro? When was the last time you got an entrance like that? Yeah. That was huge. Yeah, bro. That was huge. Jake, hit him up with a fucking hip hop horn. Hey. Hey. We got hey. Joe Coy. Hey. Or as I call him, Joe Motherfucking Coy. That's no, all I know how to do is A. No, you don't. Where's your dance moves, man? I know you right can here. dance. Ooh. Oh, I got a question right Ooh. off the bat. Joe Coy is here. So what's your question right out the gate? New Netflix special coming in hot. This Thank shit you. looks insane. We got to talk about that. Happy to see you. Oh, Just saw you. him taking a, a, a pee in the bathroom. Actually, you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, that is You true. were doing that, buddy. I know, but that you started Someone, you started someone almost me. didn't wash their hands yeah. until he found out I was recording it. No, because you were putting me in a bear hug, hugging me from behind. No, that's not what happened, <laughs> so my buddy. Hand, my hands are restricted. That's not what happened, buddy. Yeah, you, you fell, no, no, and what, I was catching you. What happened was you were trying to take a peek. <laughs> I've never seen anyone fall into a urinal oh, before. So that's so funny. weird, right? It was so funny to see you But so happy to see you, man. Thank you. So I saw a video you posted recently. By the way, today is Philippines Independence Day? Yeah, I think that's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Either way, happy Independence Day. Uh, I don't know if you really celebrate that, but... Uh, every, yeah. Every, Do you uh, really? Every, no, no. I <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but I'm going to celebrate it good with the, oh, uh, with the special. You, you didn't get the barbecue invite for tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, no, no but yeah, like, yeah. look, Filipinos yeah. stick together, and they welcome people. Like my, I'm half Mexican, right? Uh-huh. My Mexican cousin married into a Filipino family. He's like Filipino now. For sure. Yeah, Filipinos like, take over. Yeah, he took over. He's there. You're Filipino you ever, now. You ever watch Outbreak when, it, when the disease just takes over the whole country? <laughs> yeah. That's the Philippines. Yeah, no, It just takes over. Like every time I see him post pictures, he's in the Philippines. Yep. He's always with her family. He's yep. Filipino now. His captions say Mabuhay. I don't yeah. know what that means, but yeah, probably. Yeah, love. Yes. So I have to ask you. Yes. You know, because you guys stick together and you're proud. I saw you with the Jabberwockies recently. Yeah. Were you really dancing with them? Because I know you could dance, but was that really you in the Instagram post that you posted? You know what? Or was uh, that trick uh, no. videography? Was that, was, that, was that trickery? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't say, man. Okay. Oh, let's right. just say let's just say I got it in my blood. It was so good though. Because I know you could dance your ass off. Oh, I'm, right? I'm I'm one of the best. I'm the OG B boy. You know, know that, right? I know. But I'm wondering like how good you really are. I, I'm pretty good. Yeah. It's just I'm older now. Oh. So they're not, not that, that old. so yeah, I am. You just turned what, forty eight? Forty eight. Dude. Way to just blast you look great. me out there. You look great, Thank you. Man. Do I look good? You look fantastic. You promise? You, you look great, man. I, I will say I notice your your style is good. And that's sort of yeah, the trick too. Like I see on stage and I'm like, yeah, he's got good style. And you're young yeah. at heart, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. No, this you is bring a love the energy. Fest. No, it's true, man. That's an inspiration. I mean, Thank you. Rich is going to be 40. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, there's no shame in that. Can you say the number or, or is it just I'm going to be 43 this summer. Dude, you look good. Thanks, bro. Just yeah. for Vatos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is it called Just for Vatos? I, got, I buy the cheap one with the Mexican guy in the yeah. box. Yeah. At, uh, at Vallarta, right? <laughs> yes. Hey, does your hair look gray? <laughs> Watch that go away with just for Vatos. <laughs> you should be the spokesman. I That's should be on the box. We're gonna yeah. start doing live reads for uh, for just for Vatos, oh, dude. I'm so your energy's great. Look man. young really every day with the Vatos way. Hey, the Vatos I like way. that. Bro. When are we gonna be one, one color? Because every Mexican has the same yeah. dark color yeah, hair. Yeah, black. <laughs> same, same color. Black. One color. Hey, we have two colors: black and really black. You know what's crazy about <laughs> it too is I don't know. I've been dyeing my hair so long since yeah. my twenties for sure. Wow. And and it's so commonplace because everyone in my family did too. So yeah. I grew up like, yeah, fucking grandma dyed her hair. Everybody dyed their hair. Yeah. I don't know how gray I'd actually be if I didn't dye yeah, my hair. Yeah, you probably have I'd no be like idea. Leslie Nielsen. I have There's no a- idea. <laughs> Mexican Leslie. <laughs> You'd so be funny. like Phil Donahue. Yeah. <laughs> I look like Ricardo Montalban. I don't know. Ah, that's so good. I don't know. Bro, you so no one in your family has gray hair. Nobody. My mom my has dad? red hair. Oh, no way. Red hair. Red hair. Why? Red hair. Like, she dyes it red. Oh, she dyes it yeah, red. Yeah, she's like, I always wanted to be a redhead. <laughs> Just I always Sam. wanted Just to be Sam. a redhead. I always wanted to be like Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> and it's red, it's bro. hilarious. Oh, so great. Hey, uh, by the way, we were talking about you uh, and good things always. You know, before you got here, we're just saying, I mean, you've been on your come up for a long time. Mm. This hasn't happened overnight. You've been successful for a long time. Thank you. But it seems like in the past few years, I man, actually, look at that. I wrote yeah. down. Do you feel it? Do you feel it, bro? Like, do you, you know, feel like, do you we're feel outside it like, looking in and we feel it? Yeah, but, like there's certain artists and, and comedians and people we have on our show. And I see it happening. I'm like, do they feel like you and Sebastian Maniscalco mm. are the two comics that come to mind where I'm like, since we've known them, it just yeah. Like how does that? Do you it's, feel it? Is it the show selling out? Like what? What are you feeling? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's crazy to be like now I'm selling out from Nashville to Malaysia. That's crazy. That is because I never thought that my comedy would reach Singapore. Yeah, and, you know when when you get a phone call from Singapore and they're like, "Hey, we're sold out. Can we add another show?" That's and it's not like a hundred. It's like. 3,000 seats, man. I'm like, what is going on? Same thing with Sebastian. I'm just like, whoa. And it's cool that me and Sebastian came from like, you know, the same time. It's like, I remember him coming in and just trying to get a spot at the the Laugh Factory as well. And you know what I mean? And now it's like Radio City Music Hall. Absolutely. I'm saying, are you feeling like... uh... You're rising to the occasion, or are you like almost taken back by these? Uh, these I'm taken back. I I went to you know I was in Times Square and I saw the billboard and I was just like, just standing there looking at it for like. 30 minutes like what that's what you wanted and that's what you were working for and it's here bro i remember going to caroline's uh, you know off broadway you know just to perform and just walking down and looking at all these marquees and just yeah someday someday i'll get a marquee and then it's like yo that happened last week i'll tell you man outside looking in it's been a a pleasure to see your career skyrocket and to see you get the credit you deserve man and bro you know they didn't give me that first netflix special though well tell us the first one was was, uh yeah it was great the first one they said no to me netflix said no like three or four times and then i was like 
well, I'll shoot it myself. You know what I mean? And I, I paid for that whole thing. So when you see executive producer, that's I, I literally paid for the whole thing. And if when you see me laughing on stage and having a good time, in my head, I'm like, the person I want to sell this to already said no. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you could just imagine the stress and the pressure that night. And then, you know, we sold it to Netflix. They And then they bought it from me. But, I mean, sometimes that's what you got to do. You can sit there and harp and go, oh, okay, uh, uh, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. I hate them. Or you can show them why they should have bought it. Yeah. Which is the smart way. Create your what? own content, your own yeah, opportunity. Man. And when, then they gave me the second one. When does that not, how is that not discouraging when you first start out as a comic? Yeah. And you're doing the small clubs and yeah. you, know, you got just, you know, a handful of people in the room. And I'm sure the early days, that's when they tell you like, yeah. oh, make sure you bring some friends yeah, and, and shit like that. And now- all these people come see you. What do you attribute to? Like, is it really word of mouth in the comic scene more than anything? I think you just gotta you gotta stay. The internet <laughs> is hungry too. one because I, mean, I mean, like, here's a perfect example: was Hawaii. I, I remember going to Hawaii and just like you said, the two for ones for the Laugh Factory, and and literally every like when I went out to eat, I would be like talking to the waiter and be like, "Hey, here's ten tickets. Come see me tonight." And then the, the going down the street and shopping. Here's a couple tickets if you want to go to the Laugh Factory. Like, I was really like trying to get people to come and. You know, if you look back, it was like seven, eight people on a Thursday night at the Laugh Factory in Hawaii, and then wow. now it's like that. I shot it's my, I shot the special there. The it was the arena, so it's like it was so humbling. You know what I mean? And I imagine yeah. your 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 crowd is a lot different too. Because yeah, when we saw you years ago, it was a lot of Filipinos, right? Because mm. they supported you. Mm. But then the family comedy translates, regardless of what man. ethnicity you grew up in. And I'm sure you're getting kids, young people yeah. of all ages. And Funny's funny, man. Right. As long as you're funny and relatable, they're going to come out. I was like, you know, when you go to Nashville, there, there were no Asians that came <laughs> right. to that show. <laughs> but we incredible. were sold out, you know what I mean? So oh. it's, 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 it's crazy, man. You ever ask people, like, hey, where'd you find me? Yeah, like, I you do. Because I know you do meet and greets. Mm -hmm. you know, your sister uh, works with you, correct? Yeah, yeah, my sister. <laughs> Yeah, because when I, you when you make it in this business, you hire your family. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I remember when uh, when we saw you in Irvine, and you were yeah. nice enough. You were so kind. You let me open for yeah, you. Yeah, man, the, you did dude, great. And that it was, was just you like, and uh, Batch, who's on next week. I believe he's stopping yeah. by next week. Yeah. Right oh, here good. On the show. Yeah. And, yeah, that's I mean, a good guy. I just remember your sister's part of your operation and everything. I yeah. mean, when you when you meet these people at meet and greets, fans. Yeah. Do you ever do the whole like, hey, where did you find? I'm just yeah. curious. Like, how'd you find me? I, you know, where I do that the most is when I'm at like the mall and it's just someone that just doesn't fit my my demo, and I'm just like, yo, where did you wear? What what is it that? And they're like, your Netflix special. I'm like, oh my god. That yeah. How many yeah. eyes? How many fans have you probably went over just because it's convenient and it's right there? Yeah, I love it. But my favorite is I did a. A01 build like in New York last week and there's this guy in the front row a black guy and he and he stands up asks a question he goes hey I just want you to know my wife and I love you so much every time I mess up she calls me Joseph Joseph <laughs> and Joseph. it was just like I wanted to cry man because that's, that's that's what it's all about it's not about my mom being Filipino it's just my mom mm -hmm. being relatable right like any other mom yeah right yeah exactly. and it's like his wife you know she's a mom and she's treating him like Joseph yeah where did you put your kiss oh, it's, it's like you don't have to be Filipino to get that hey how does your family speaking of family which yeah. is so relatable and and I'm glad everyone's <laughs> on it now. How do they feel about your success, and what goes through their mind? It's it's crazy because a lot are coming out of the woodwork. Is that true though? Yeah, man. There's a lot more coming out, and you're just you know I hate to say it, but like I, I keep. But my are they circle proud? Really, really are they tight. really looking for something? I, I don't know, man. Like I, I, they're proud, but yeah. they're, it's also like, yo, where were you 30 years ago? Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I know these. I know these family members were with me for 30 years. Right, mm -hmm. they believed but, in it. But wow, you just came out of nowhere two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. fine. 
fine. I love you, but like. I, I just look at it as like it's such a cool thing. You change your family stars. We always say it. Yeah. Like yeah. your kids and everyone live a, a better lifestyle. Yeah. Thanks to you being funny. Yeah. Isn't man. that sort of crazy? Like it's your kids crazy. and your grandkids and you've changed the the Koi family trajectory. It's nuts, dude. I, I can't even believe it. It's like I said, it's like my, I got family members that work for me now. It's, my son lives a great life. Uh, oh, speaking of your son, it, wait, man. My mom is solid. Yeah. I love yeah. when you when you post videos of your son and everything. I want I want to ask you a few questions about yeah. him. No, I'm just curious. What what is your indication, Kavino, when you know someone like Joe Coy hits it? Is it one of your friends? Like for me, when we have a guest on our show and my friends have no clue they've been on my show I, and they I'll start talking True about story. them. story. When uh when I was I, I, I was single, yeah. you know, completely single for yeah. a good year plus, right? Yeah. I have a girlfriend now. But during that time I remember like I had posted pictures of, of your appearance on our show or something like that. Yeah. And I remember the girls I was going out with being so impressed, like, oh my God. Wow. Joe you know Joe. I love Joe Coy. So I was using that to my advantage. If, I I, love I, it. I, if I'm not mistaken, I was probably hitting you up, like, yo, dude, can you get me some tickets yeah, to the show? I love it. Sure hey, does. bro, still dating. Uh, need four cops. <laughs> no, but I remember, like, like it was just like random people all, all of a sudden were giving me credit. For just having you on the show, oh, so I'm like, wow, cool. fucking people are into Joe Coy now. As, as far as then the we comics, seeing you yeah. As far as the comics we love, like, I was down in Texas with my wife's friends, yeah, and we were all drinking, having drinks on someone's porch one night. They had their little outdoor TV by their barbecue area, and they're like, "Yo, let's watch something funny." And they were like, "Yo, yo, you got to see this Joe Coy guy." And I'm like, I'm like, in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I fucking cool. know Joe Coy. <laughs> hey, that's cool. I'm like, do you mean my pal Joe Coy? Oh, I love it. But it. I, I love those moments for us because, you know, like I said, we cheer you on. We root oh, for you, man. Man, thank you. So yeah, cool. Joe Coy, I pee with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I did. It's on. Uh, it's on Instagram yeah, at Joe Coy. Look and at, at it. At Cavino and Rich. It's the, it's the pre-interview. The other thing that I think uh, you know sticks out to me is that you include the family yeah. not only in your comedy but mm. now on social media. Like you're giving people a, a little peer into your life and. Yeah. and and your son is is definitely a good sport about all this because yeah. you talk about him in, uh, you know, on your specials. He wasn't at first, but now you're also putting him on your social media oh, yeah. and all that stuff, which and, is and, great. And in his world, that probably makes him oh, dude, like, he loves popular it. and stuff. Oh man, his school, all his friends watch the special. This one that's about to come out though, because now it's about him being a teenager. Yeah. And there's one particular joke where I was nervous to do it, <laughs> and I was waiting for his grace. You know, like. Yeah, go ahead and do that one, Dad. And it finally happened like a week before the taping. My son was like, hey, you're going to do that joke, right? And I was like, yeah, you don't mind? He goes, nah, it's going to be good, Dad. It's going to be good. That's cool. Yeah, I was. you don't understand. I was so nervous to do this joke. Cause it's it's so personal, <laughs> but I, I had to do it. Him alone in the bath in the bedroom or something. Uh -huh. right? It's it has something to do with a conversation between him and I that really took place when he was like thirteen. And ah <sighs> oh, man, I was so nervous to do this one, but he gave me the graces, man. Well, something we were just we were just talking about this. I think yesterday, the day before, how how kids may sometimes blame the parent for their negative attributes or some shit yeah. like that. Isn't there something in your special where you talk about your kid being thankful that, that his hair didn't come from your side of the yeah, family yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so he's true. Got, he's got a lot of hair. He's got an afro, bro. Right. It's an afro. He's got locks, What did man. he say, though? How did it break down or something like that? He, I, I was like, hey, you get your hair from your mom's side. And he goes, sweet. <laughs> and then you, left me. Just like left shit. me in a puddle of tears. It's coincidentally we were just yeah. talking about. We said you don't you don't give your parents credit for your good traits, but you'll blame them. Yeah, yeah. you got to oh, pick your nose. You're like it's because of you, Dad. Yeah, I got yeah. the schnozzle. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. That's it. The good hair, he didn't care. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's so funny. Yeah, stay bald, Dad. Does he want to do comedy? Because he Yo, seems like naturally funny. So I took him to Malaysia, right? Yeah. And I'm literally, was it Malaysia? No, Singapore. We're in Singapore, and I'm about to go on stage, man. By the way, what a great life you're already providing. Uh, you, have to, cool you have to remind him that right. the, the way we all grew up compared to the way he is yeah. being raised. Guess he's never know. been there ever. I know, <laughs> yeah, you know. I know, right? It's it's, it's hard for me to explain. It's, it's hard for me to like even comprehend. But 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 he he knows that the first seven years of his life was a struggle with dad. Right, dad was grinding hard. I I missed some birthdays. Makes me cry. But like now we're reaping the benefits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think he he sees that now. And and now that he's a teenager, he understands it. Whereas when he was a little kid. I don't think he was getting it. You know, he was just seeing mm -hmm. dad missing, you right. know, calling him on the phone and wishing him happy birthday from <sighs> Kentucky. Like but I you, wanted ooh, to be there. But you made it all worthwhile, which is yeah. awesome. So now he goes up on stage in Singapore and, and well, he was about to go on stage. We, we rolled up on the side and I go, hey, you want to open? And he goes, ooh, are you sure, dad? And when he <laughs> said that, I was like, wait, are you thinking about it, bro? Yeah, wow. I'm like, what do you mean? Are you thinking ooh. about it? He goes, I don't know. What, what do you want me to do? I'm like, well, what do you want to do? He's got balls, dude. Yeah. So I think it's going to happen, Holy man. Holy shit. Because he's done that two more times. Is that something, you know, based on your experience and the grind you speak of? Man. Would you welcome that? Heck kid? yeah. It's I will cry. provided a great life, right? Bro, I don't care if the roles flip and I have to open for my son. I really don't. Oh, that's awesome. I really don't. I would be honored. To, to open for my son. That would be so amazing. That would be so I cool. remember when I did Premium Blend on Comedy Central, and I think this is like, I, I'll make up a number, 14 years ago. Yeah. And uh, it was a crazy, by the way, my lineup was sick, man. Uh, but anyways, it was Damon Wayan was hosting. And I, we were backstage, and, you know, Damon walks up, and he's like, what's your name again? And, you know, uh, I'm going to say this for you. And there was a kid right next to him that looked just like him. And he walked away, and he was like, hey, go, have fun, Joe Coy. He said that to me. And then I found out that that was Damon Jr., and I had no idea that was Damon Jr. helping him write. You know, you know, he was helping him write at Holy that time. Holy shit, wow. Before Damon became a comic, he was helping his dad write and, and watching huh. his dad. And I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I want that. That's so funny you would say that because we had Sean Wayans here the other, the yeah. other day. And we're saying that family. Oh, they're just all funny, but I can't think of many other. But it has other, to be in the blood. You, you think, but you think of the bloodline it's the of nature athletes. nature conversation. No, but you, like think of like we were saying, like Howie Long and all his big ass kids, and all the all these you yeah. know the Bosa kids and football. Like this, yeah. there's generations of players. Yeah. In comedy, though, can you think of many generational funny people? Is there father Ooh. son? Teams? I can't really you think can, of any. You, 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 you could like be a like major multi. You could be like the Griffies. Well, no, Damon, Damon, and Damon Jr. I mean, Damon Jr. is so funny, yeah, man. He is, that yeah. might be He's the first so one that I, I ever even heard of. Yeah. that I could think of anyway. I like, man, I, like Will you know, Smith. You, kid, Will Smith's kids like do music and stuff, but not like comedy. yeah, they're but, talented. But yeah. Thinking like a father son or father daughter mother daughter comedy doesn't really that's not a thing. Yeah, really. you're right. I haven't even thought of that. Right? That yeah, you got me big. on the spot now. Yeah. It's like now I got to re research that. I would love to be the first. Joe Coy, I would be honored. Coming in hot, Joe Coy at Joe Coy here in the studio. It's been a while uh, since we've hung out with them, but we, we consider you a friend of the show, oh, man. Thank so you. We're, we're glad you're here. Wait, I saw Gary Owen bring up his kid. Gary Owen brought up his son yeah. somewhere. Really? I saw so that, and I, was, I remember my heart was like, yo, that's so dope. It's few and far between, though. Yeah. Man. You would think that there's more. Yes. But, but there's not. So I want to ask you this before we talk about the special, too, and everything mm. that went into it, because it looks visually Thank just you. looks like mammoth and magnificent. It looks it, fantastic. It was, it was pretty crazy, man. Yeah. We, we shut that island down, man. I, I Seriously. Ask, yeah. as, the, as the. They literally were sitting behind the stage. What, like we were so we were really? sold out. We sold four arenas out, 
like six months in advance for that. And then uh, and then the day of the show, people were like waiting just outside. Like, can we get in, please? And, and we just let them in. And they sat behind the stage. You couldn't even see anything. All right, fuck it. Let's talk about it. As, yeah. as, you know, for a special like that, yeah. tell me like what's going through your mind the night before. Because that's yeah. like, for me, the way I imagine it, I've never hit a stage that big. I yeah. probably never will. You will never I, say I'll never. No, but I don't do comedy in that way, well, right? Do so who yeah. knows? You know, we used to introduce bands. We talked about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. But I don't. You don't lose sleep for something like that. For yeah. me, I would think it's like getting ready for a championship game. Man. The crowd is there. We know we're taping. We got a special. Yeah. So what's the night before like, and what's it like? It was literally stage? that was my Jordan moment, man. It was like every light, every camera. I that was my pocket again. That you know, Netflix paid for it but they put the responsibility on my lap that time Holy again shit. so it, yo if you could just imagine like seeing all that in front of you and then still having to knock it out of the park you know like, what i mean i was it was it was it was crazy that was my that was my game seven so so are you looking at yourself in the mirror the night before going over shit nope. like you're, you're so prepared at that point i was so i was like not even i was so relaxed that i i didn't even I, I didn't even care about my outfit or anything. I really Nothing. didn't. Yeah, my son was the one that got mad at me for uh, bringing Harachis to the taping. And just before they were about to introduce me, my son was like, you can't wear those for this special, Dad. He goes, this is too big for those, man. And then we had to call uh, one of my friends that owns uh, uh, a, 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 a shoe uh, store, and, and they brought me some some Prestos, man. And I, I had to. He was like, you have to wear these. You're guys. so comfortable at this point. So yeah, they, like, I didn't care. Yeah. I would have walked out with sandals. I would have walked out with flip flops, man. <laughs> when you when you do a show like this, do you I would have barefoot. I was ready. I'm, I doubt it happens, but let's say you deliver a, a a line that doesn't come out the right way. Yeah, are you? Do you go back and tape stuff, or is it sort of like this is what it is? Uh no, I got mad. There was there was one where I was like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, because because you know I you 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 go through that routine you know for like two years, but like my style, you see my yeah, style. Yeah. Like I like to improvise off the crowd and ad lib and, oh, and try yeah. and weave my stuff in between, and and that's how I like my specials to be. You know, I want them to be organic. It's like yeah, it's written, but I'm still gonna try and find a way to make it look like I'm conversating and and making it up off the fly. And and on this special, there was one joke where I was like, "Are you kidding me?" In my head, I'm like, oh. "Are you kidding me? Did I really just say that?" Like. I was mad. But it still came out good. Yeah, I you you won't know, you know, when you watch it. But like to me, I'm like, yo, I, I right. usually nobody knock this knows out of the but park. you. Nobody yeah, knows but you. and it kills me. Now, how do you take the temperature of of how good this does? Because Netflix doesn't give you the numbers, right? Yeah. So do you, do you go to social media? Do you? It's it's it it shows on the road, man. It shows That's the yeah. indicator. Yeah, and you know Netflix knows it, and they're so not. Yo, by the way, when I said that about the first special that I paid for, and they said no. 100%. I'm glad Netflix said no to me. You know what I mean? I'm glad. I, I probably wouldn't have worked as hard. I probably wouldn't have dipped in my pocket and, and wore that other hat. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm glad they said no. And and uh, and 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 thank God, you know, because this second special, that man, they went all out. They gave me everything. When you're at your this. level at comedy, just touring and doing these specials, yeah, like, you're making a nice living. Do you want to yeah. dive into the movies and TV shows? Do you have any? Of course. Des- but you have that desire to be like, hey, yeah, I want to be. I want to do a. I want to do a movie. I yeah. Gotta, like, like I saw we watched. Did you see Ali Wong's new movie on yes. Netflix? Like, yes. I'm wondering, like, you Randall see like, Park too. He Yo. was fantastic. Crushed. I, and by the way, Keanu's cameo in that movie? Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So I wonder, like, I feel like you're it's a guy- It's crazy that Ali and, and Randall wrote that. That's so dope. I Shout wonder, out to them, man. I look at a guy like you and say- he could absolutely 
be the guy in one of these like funny romantic you, comedy type shows, and I would love to see it. Oh, it's it's gonna happen, man. We, you know, true especially TV. the way you taught the stories you have with your kids. Like you could Thank do like you. like a like a family like a rated R family. Thank you, Netflix and, movie, and that is a great segue because <laughs> <laughs> True TV gave me uh, you know the go ahead. They gave me the green light on my on my family series, which is animated. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. So they greenlit it for ten episodes. So uh, and Wait, we're so already an got, animated family series. Of- Bro, I got an office, baby, no in way. Hollywood. I got a writer's what? room. That's fucking Shout great. out to the writers they're writing right now while I do this. But, oh my uh, god, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's based on everything. All my, my all my stories, everything. We're gonna bring it to life, man. And, and is this is any- something I've been wanting for like years. I've been wanting an animated series for so long. And what's the so name of it? It's called This. Functional family, T H I S. This functional family. Like, if I, can I see what it looks family. like if yeah, I Google man. it? Hopefully, it'll come up. This, <laughs> yeah, look fun- it up. This so functional family, family. and uh, it's based on everything. It's my 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 you know my ex wife and her new boyfriend and and, and my mom and, and my my stepdad. How, how, how does that work, man? Like, From the outside looking in, it looks dysfunctional, but. If you just lived our lives, you'll see that we are the most functional family okay. out there. I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah. Don't worry. We will not dive too personal. No, but go just, for it. Just before that, you came in here. Yeah. We were talking about how Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Um, back in the day when she broke up with Chris Martin, she did that, okay. that whole uh, conscious uncoupling thing. Uh-huh. She, she was recently talking about- Well, they about, didn't divorce. They just sort they of- just sort of drifted Floated apart. away. Okay. But now they're talking about how her ex, Chris Martin, and the kids were- in ho- where were they in the Maldives on her honeymoon with her new guy? Okay. And they're saying how everyone just coexists. Good. And I think, yeah, that's very mature. And that's th- very mature. But then I see guys like Kavino, no offense, who well, when it comes I- to ex-wives and stuff, it's like, it's not well, so What I was saying nice. is, you know, <sighs> things like that happen organically. You can't force it. And I, what I was saying before you got here is that what might re- be right for them and works for them doesn't yeah. necessarily... Translate to everybody. Not to everybody. You're so right. So that's what I was saying. But I, but, but I think you should at least make the conscious effort, especially when you got kids involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's more than just you and her or her and him. It's you plus the kids. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to make that solid foundation. You got to be like, yo, it'll work. We're going to make this work. And, and that's how me and, and my ex are. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I love her her her, uh, her boyfriend. You know nice what I mean? Nice guy. Oh, are you kidding? He's an artist. He was just on KTLA the other day, and, and it's just he skates. Like, he's he's got things that, that I can't show my son. But that son. didn't happen overnight, did it? I mean, no, yeah. it didn't. For the first year, it was a little rough. But then after that, I was just like, you know, my mom. I'm going to give my mom a, a lot of love on this one because – I was kind of being that guy, and, and my mom was like, "You remember how you felt when you know when things weren't going your way, and you didn't see your dad that much, and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Do you want your son to feel that way?" I was like, "No." And I started crying, and I'm like, "You're right. Let's make this work." And I called my ex. I was like, "I'm going to be your best friend. We're going to make this work. You know what I mean? Whatever you need, I'm going to help you, dude. That the when you watch my special, you see me wearing a jacket, and on the back is is her boyfriend's artwork, and and it's wow, yeah, dude, yeah, because we're like that, you know." Right. I mean, no, yeah, this functional family. This functional man. And it's like, it's, it's enlightening. For, but yeah, I think those man. things happen when they're supposed to happen. And you never had a problem with the guy. No. I, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I think it, once the air clears with the ex, then yeah. I think things like that are possible. Yes. But it's going to be different because every scenario is different. That's incredible. And she's, gonna, and she's still rooting for you. You're the father of a kid. And, oh, and, dude. And, and the, the money goes around to everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody wins. Everyone benefits from uh, Joe Coy's success. I, don't really, I really don't understand why money is even an issue. Like, I heard mm. from, I remember once uh, someone was like, yo, he's greedy with his money. And I'm like, what What, what are you going to do when you die? Like, there's no mall in heaven. Yeah, I, There's I, no I, restaurant I, in heaven. I, I, I know. I, 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 
I had you this, don't know that. I had this conversation, Joe Coy. With Did you hear Cavino? How do you know? How do you know? How about if we do go to heaven? They're like, hey, you got credit? Yeah. <laughs> go to heaven. Know. Joe Coy spent all his money. He's eating the Panda Express. Oh, my God. I'll eat that. I'll eat that. I don't, don't want to go to the mall in heaven and put shit on layaway. Yeah, you're right. That was right. so you're generous. Right. By the way, yeah. layaway as a kid, I didn't know that meant my mother couldn't afford it. Yeah, I thought yeah, layaway is like, she, oh, she'll just pick it up uh, later. I remember my first pair of Jordans that put on layaway. It took me about five months to pay that thing off. Does that exist anymore? That's no. such a layaway. Like, I don't hey, think so. I remember my mom would go to JC Penney's and, and she's like, put this on layaway. I'm like, what does that mean? Layaway. Like, layaway. Do you remember when your mom would say, put this on layaway and you put everything on layaway? <laughs> All your school clothes. Man, I put three years layaway. worth of stuff on layaway. I was like, this don't even fit anymore. <laughs> But you outgrew it. When it. I mean, listen, L.A. is an expensive place yeah. to live. Same, same with New York. The Both places we coincidentally have, have lived and done our show. But I wonder sometimes, is there a point when you see guys like, unfortunately, you saw Kevin Durant last night getting hurt. Maybe oh. we'll talk about that in a second. I know you, uh, you're an NBA fan, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. When you see guys that are making like the NBA max of 30, 40 something million dollars a year and guys making and women making huge money. I think Taylor Swift and Beyonce, they came out with a list of women that all made like $100 million last year. Yeah. What do you do with all that money? Isn't there a point where Spend it. But isn't there a point where a guy like Joe Coy, like you even if you lived as lavishly as you wanted, like gave yeah. all your friends and family what they wanted, yeah. you couldn't really spend all that money. No, you can't spend it all. But you, you can can't. also make people happy. And that's what I, I get off on that, man. Well, if you want to buy us some Jordans and Yeezys and everything else, whatever you want. We'll take them. I I hey, I don't I don't to <laughs> I, me that is secondary. Uh, success to me is like being able to produce a a comedy special. But, but to that's, me, that's being successful. No, or it just, is. Or of just course. living your passion. But I just being be the Cabino and Rich show on Sirius oh, XM. Please, that, thank that's, you. That's success. Hey, Doesn't matter what. No, I'll put you on the talk, spot, bro. You, you want to be on our TV show? Because no. we have a TV show. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, he does not want to go of all the way. Of course I do. No, we of would love that. I would love it. And man. we want to be on the Koi Pond, man. All your, day, your podcast. Bro. We said that last time. Joe Coy is here on the Cavino and Rich show. Money, you're right. It doesn't but, mean but, jack but shit. But I look at it this way. It's when you have it, when, right? Yeah, when you have money, I, I think about like when you see different friends or family growing up, mm. money will be a problem if you don't have it. Dude. But if right. you do have it- It's more of a it, problem. It, you yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I, yo, it's so- it's, uh, I, I don't even want to get into that. That's a different story, but it's just, you know, you see, you see your real friends. You see the people that weren't really friends. Uh, you see your circle get a little smaller, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, I'm glad that I'm able to do what I do. F you know, I, I help. You know what I mean? But I said, I said, who did I ask this the other day? Was it not Hillary Swank? Someone I was like, I wonder when you get to a level success. Yeah. Do you really just start planning like, all right, if I wanted to stop today, could I? But oh. but, but a guy like you doesn't want to stop because you're stop. loving what you do. I love it. But man. I do wonder though if there's times where you're like, all right, if I did stop now. Mm. Could I just sit back and do nothing? There's, there's only one thing that I, I honestly and truly complain about, and I, I always tell myself to stop. Like I always say, stop it, stop saying that. It's it's traveling, bro. It's mm -hmm. it's it's getting on that plane. It's it's getting on the bus, and it's just like oh, it takes a lot out of it. It does. But man. once you hit the stage, when I get to the stage, I'm so right. happy. But the back and forth but got you know away. What, man, that travel I, kills. I bet yeah. flying first class now is better than back in the day when yeah. you were in like middle row of twenty row twenty six or, or, or road trips. <laughs> middle right next to the broken toilet. Uh, how about how about this one? This one, my sister used to work for United, so she used to give me uh, jump passes all the time. Not yeah, jump passes, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the buddy yeah. pass, bro. Talk about Stand getting by. bumped. Stand by. Yeah. Getting bumped 14 flights in a row in Chicago. Oh. I've been there, bro. 
I've been there. And it, and and it makes you appreciate this yeah. stuff now. And it's paying off, guys. Tonight, it debuts at midnight. Debuts midnight tonight. So now you have plans on Netflix coming in hot. Before you go, man, I do want to thank you again sincerely. I love you. We, of course, would love to have you on our TV show. Yes. But we love when you stop by here. Uh, but, you know, your legacy's building. It is a deeper question, but how do you want to leave it? How do I want to leave? How it? do you want to leave? What do you want to be remembered as? Like the fucking greatest comedian? He, he, like, no, he's uh-huh. trying to make the top five Filipino of all time. List. No, nah. he's in. Manny, Manny it Pacquiao. used to be Pacquiao uh, and the Jabberwockies. <laughs> now it's Joe Coy, nah. Jabberwockies, Pacquiao. Ah, uh, no. Nah. But what I, is it, man? I, I yo, just stand up comedy, man. That's my passion. You know what I mean? Like that was that was me every night when I was eleven, watching you know Delirious and watching Robin Williams live at the Met, uh, Whoopi Goldberg around the world, uh, Dennis Wolfberg, Brian Regan, Chris Rock bringing the paint. Like those were literally everyone went to college. I I sat up every night watching that stuff and studying it and figuring it out. And so and, knowing that they're watching you, does that mean a lot? You know, Chris yeah, Rock will be tuning in. To I, watch love this I love it. I love. I love. I love hearing it from my peers. You know what I mean? And it's just it's it's cool to be. On that that same conversation, you know, my my name is in the same conversation. Well, my man, you did it. You and it goes down tonight. You don't need two bozos like us to tell you. <laughs> but do you ever sit back and really take in what you've accomplished? Because I think sometimes when guys work their ass off and hustle like you, sometimes too in it. Yeah. you're too in it to yeah. sit back and like like what you just said. You're you're naming people that you admired growing up, and yeah. there's a whole generation of people that are watching. You, you. Kill it. And, yeah. and when you think about it, there's hundreds of millions of people in the United States, billions of people on Earth, and yeah. s- how many have comedic success where they have these specials, they're touring thousands and tens of thousands of people want to go see them wherever they go. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. It's crazy, like, man. Like, when you step back and, and think about it, that's got to be like, you're living your dream. Thank you, man. I was on, uh, I, I hate to tell one more quick story, please but there, I, was, I, I was on, uh, I was at the Wynn Hotel uh, 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 last uh, last week or something like that, and, and I sold out three shows at the Wynn, and um, it was so funny because I'm from Vegas, and I started my stand-up out there, and I used to rent this theater called the Hunt Ridge Theater, which was on Charleston and Maryland Parkway. If you ever go there, bring security, because it's, it's not safe. <laughs> right. But I, I used to rent this theater for $800 a night, and, uh, and I, would, I would throw up my, my, my own comedy shows. So I went from Charleston and Maryland Parkway to the Wynn on the Strip, and it was just like, you know, I took my, my friend with a camera, and I was just like, I wanted to cry. I was like, yo, I remember... Like, I, like when I walked on that parking lot, I remember that day when I walked and my mom was in the ticket booth ripping tickets and yo, it just, it made me want to cry. Oh, yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. Love it. Love it. Congratulations Thank on you, everything. Man. Continued success. Coming, Coming in, in hot. hot. Debuts tonight at midnight. Joe Coy. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. My personal question for you, Cavino. When you look at what went down in your life over the past couple of years. And you see guys like Joe Coy and the story about Gwyneth Paltrow and how she's like vacationing with her ex-husband and kids and doing all this. What's your take on how it's – do you feel like you are in the minority of people that are tackling divorce in the old school way? Like, yo, you're my ex-wife. I don't want to deal with you. It's called real life. When you're Gwyneth Paltrow and you make Avengers money, yeah, you could sort of do whatever the fuck you want and Chris Martin is just fine. When you're a regular person, that other person is fucking you over in a major way. They're living completely no, no, different no, no, lifestyles than the average fella. Major so way. you say old-fashioned. I say no. real-world realistic. Well, that, that's why I, You can't compare that, yourself to the celebrity 
uh, agenda. And I don't want to say it's an agenda because Gwyneth Paltrow is not saying this is the way you should be. That's what works for them. No, no, but what I'm saying is when you see everyone from yeah, but everyone has a, a to, do-gooder mentality. No, but, and I'm not saying that's bad, but no, it but, doesn't work for everybody. But everyone will tell you the same thing. Well, you know, I, I I try to become pals with my ex-wife, and oh, her new guy's great, and she likes my girl, and this and that, and and uh, yeah, it's best for the kids, and everyone has that same. It's best for the kids. Let's all be pals. But I just say I use you as an example because I'm a I'm close to you, but I know you got that old school mentality of like get the fuck out of here. Like, do you it's look not do that? All, I, do you I'd look love at all to the- be friendly and cordial with anybody, and no one's not. Yeah, Look, but that, that's not true. There's really though. no like friendly. It absolutely is true. You, you said on the air. I, so I'm not, I communicate more with my ex yeah, this, now yeah, than but, I did when we were together. Yeah, but th- this in is a no, civil and an adult way. This that doesn't is, mean we need. That doesn't mean that we need to be best friends no, no. because celebrities do. No, that. but this is no secret. You said it on the air that you haven't seen your ex face to face in two years. Like I don't joke, but I don't want to and don't need to. Okay, I know, but, but we still communicate all the time in, a, in an adult fashion. Isn't that enough? No, but I'm saying when you see all these stories, one after the other, of celebrities and, and even people on social media, like, eh, my ex and I are, uh, you know, we uh, we do things with the kids together. And, oh, and his his new uh, girlfriend is great. And her new guy seems like a hell of a guy. Like, d- do you look at that and say that's all fucking nonsense? Or do you look at that and say, eh, they just uh, more mature than me or fuck them, they're full of shit? Like, what is your stance on that? I feel like that's what works for them. And I I feel like social pressures, yes, case by case, but also social pressures that make people want to do things. It's like, you know, when there's new trends in parenting, you know, everyone jumps on it because it's the new trend in parenting. I feel like this is the new trend in, you know, co-parenting and mixed families and we're blended families. And those are all great things. But it's also a very trendy thing that can work for some and not for others. I, I think there's you know a- you got you got to remember it takes two to tango, and if you have one person who thinks logically and one like person that. who is you know a kind person, and then another person who's just a jerk off asshole, your little goal here based on celebrity lifestyles Which- isn't necessarily going to work because someone's getting fucked and feelings are involved. Well, I'm not saying celebrity. Which, it's not which just one are you again, asshole. by the way? No, but do you see what I'm saying? It takes two. And if you're one of the two who gets fucked and stepped on all the time, how is your good incentive and your good intent going to really work to your advantage? At that point, I just don't want to play the game. Okay. I was just asking because I feel like that's a big trend. Like, I feel, I'm seeing multiple stories of just celebrities and regular people. But those things take time no, no, as but, well, but, but, I'm, but it's been years. So I'm just saying I wonder – if I even believe them, I, and because I, I, I feel like a lot of times I look at it and say, "There's no believe, way." There's do you no believe way, all these I, breakups when they publicly are announced as amicable? Give no, me a fucking no, no, break, that's, dude. That's, I'm just that's, more that's, honest than the average person, dude. That's why I, I brought it up because I feel like I could feel the inner Steve Cavino. Not not necessarily not necessarily with Joe Coy yesterday. I'm saying I could feel the inner Cavino. Roll his eyes and say, "Get the fuck out of here!" When all these people are like, "Oh, my 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 ex-wife and my ex-husband—they're like my—we're uh, like all one big happy family now." I feel like there's a lot of people that would say, "Get the fuck out of here!" And it's not just you. I believe I have other I have, the I, have, I have other friends that are that that don't communicate with their ex, and I just think, well, that's terrible. I, I'm not condoning that at all. You like, because then how do you? Well, if you have kids, then how do you sort of reach I, a decision on anything? 
And I'm not saying that's the way to be either. There's a middle ground. No one needs to be the get-along guy. Right. I don't have to be best friends with my ex and her new dude to raise a kid. I've never heard that in my life. If that's the trend, so be it. If it works for you, I'm not judging you. There, I'm just saying I don't know if I'm capable of that, at least not right now. It's not even capable. To be quite honest, not interested. If it works for other people, then I think that's fantastic. That's a great outlook. You know, that's a great way to move forward and a great way to be. But I also think that, you know, things had to be mutually okay in that scenario. Meaning, like, you want to use Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. They were both fine on their own. I don't think either one of them were affected financially. Or I don't think that Chris Martin was kicked to the curb and had to live homeless for two years. I don't think that, you know, there was any sort of animosity to the point where financially one person was struggling all of a sudden you know and i bet you both of them did just fine right afterwards so in real life it doesn't always work that way and 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 one person may want to fucking continue working on things and the other person's like fuck you i've been done for two years you're not on the same page example if my ex was like mentally done with me years before it actually happened guess what i'm like years behind does that make sense yeah, no, of course. That's a, they always and, say. They always it's say not a, a matter of, times, of oh, my heart was there the whole time. No, but my intentions were. But I'm saying like that, that. You're right about that. A lot of people say that one person in the relationship does check out before the other person, and, right. the, and the other person is always trying to play catch up because it could be the guy or the girl. One person could be like, "Yeah, I've been done with this for the last year," and the other person's like, "Wait, what do you mean?" So they're essentially emotionally a year behind the other person. They emotionally moved on a significant amount of time before you did. Uh, emotionally it probably started that way now you know with someone else and physically and everything and so on and so forth and they're going to view the other person as immature i don't know why he can't be like gwyneth paltrow when in fact the reality is yeah maybe i will be but hey slow down a little bit this is still fresh to me you know as britney spears said rich don't let me be the last to know because when you are the last to know you're playing catch up the whole entire time Everyone else has moved forward. You're still a little bit behind. I've been waiting for an excuse to play this song. I know you have. By Don't the way, let I'm, me I'm be the last to know. I gotta be honest. Britney Spears and I have this weird uh, thing going on. She doesn't know about it, but I do. She's so peculiar to me. I'm like, is she hot or ditzy or dumb or old looking? I can't tell. Or fucking great. Or all of it. Yeah. I honestly believe that certain things work for certain people, and I also feel deep down, like subconsciously, well, I don't think you really care that much if you're so cavalier about palling around with a new dude in her life. You know, I feel like, well, you, neither of you really cared as much as I think you're supposed to. I, um, but there's also a part of me that says, well, that's great. Uh, you know, I, I, I love how that works for you. You must uh, be able to compartmentalize your emotions um, and feelings. And then for me personally, I guess you say old school, but I say, well, yeah, no one has to be hateful and mean and, and, and obnoxious to the other person. I got to be honest. I'm very civil, very cordial, and very as kind as I could be so that I can co-parent without any hassles. So there's no animosity. There's no fighting. I wish that, uh, was, a, I wish that was a two-way street. Yeah, but there's no fighting spot. There's none of that. And I'm okay with that. 
Why does it have to be any more than that? Why do I have to go to Six Flags? Uh, yeah, with, but is there with my girlfriend and uh, you know her new dude? And what is that about? You're you're choosing, and you might be right, but you're choosing the path of like the least resistance. You're just you're choosing avoidance. I'm not choosing avoidance. Why? Why would I? I barely have time to fucking hang out. I'm gonna hang out with her. That's Are you true. joking me? That's true. I'm not saying I barely have time see, to scratch my balls. You think I want to use my downtime to like I think, pal around with people I don't I, like? I think the palling around. Yeah, but when you don't extre- like no, no, people, no. hold on. The palling around is an extreme. That's like, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think you need to be like doing everything together, going to events together, go spending days together. Like you should still have your separation. But no, I, I think that I think where where cordial can exist is, hey, uh, you know, I'll use you as a specific example. But let's say, hey, Melody has a dance recital and there should be you, Jordan, uh, the the she who must not be named and her new dude sitting in a row next to each other. That's cordial. That's that's the most got to sit next to that's, each but, other. But I'm saying why? Because the social pressures and because we see no, Hollywood doing that because because as. If, if your situation, because though, Gwyneth, because that Gwyneth is Paltrow, the answer. Because no, 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 Paltrow, uh, summers in the, in no, Montauk, that is the answer. Because That's you're why we setting aside, so, you're, you're setting aside your ego and disgust for the sake of your child. But but I will go back to saying what I said before. It is a case by case basis. You know, not spot, everyone. No you were where, you were dragged or, or put through the ringer, and right. we all saw it, and it's unfortunate. So you have a very bad taste in your mouth. It's going to take a long time to get over. Some people don't go through it as harshly. Some people, ha- honestly, do have an amicable uh, dissolution. They're like, you know what? I don't want to be with you anymore. Maybe they're like angry at each other for a couple months, and then they ha- they sit down, have an adult conversation, and like, you know what? Let's, let's put our differences it, aside for the sake of our it's travel. It's that, but it's not, because you know I'm not blind to the fact that I was better off without and moving forward, right? And and we both were. That's great. You know, I am very aware of that. It's a matter of honestly, like having disliking people. So if why why should I subject myself to that? Right, but it's that's that's where it comes down to being a two way street. If you could both like, you, you know, there there is going to be a period with any breakup. I know you, you said that people no, lie. But you know, no, there's, there's going to be some people don't there's deserve be your, your friendship, dude. It's as simple as that. But, but some people are not deserving you're, of your Unfortunately, kindness. you're forever tied, you know, and yeah. and you have to deal with the the cards you were dealt. Um, but you know, there is a there's always going to be a period of of like people being angry, people being upset. You know, you're going through the stages of grief of a loss of a relationship. So there are going to be heightened emotions, but over time with most normal people and I'm not saying that towards you with most normal people the dust settles you're able to become adults and and live as normal human beings I'm not saying you have to be friends I'm not saying you have to talk to each other on the phone unnecessarily I'm not saying you have to go do events together I'm just saying you can coexist in a room without it getting bad yeah I'm, I'm at that point because I, I, there's no emotional sort of uh, I, f- I feel like I still have emotional baggage. I'm, I know. I feel just at, like a- aggravation. It wasn't That's even it. My, uh, I mean, breakup. But anything can aggravate me. Know what it's a good reminder of? Uh, Chris Rock stand up bit, or is it Dave Chappelle, where he talks about when you're dating someone, you think you're, you think you're stuck, and then you're like, nah. When you're married, you're stuck. Then it's like, no, no, no. When you have kids, you're stuck. Like you're never really, you're not really tied to someone until you have kids with them. And that's just a reminder for anyone that's in like a weird relationship and they're not sure about it. Mm-hmm. Just know you're not really tied to someone until you have a kid with them. Yeah, yeah, no. And you know what? I have no regrets in that department either. 
you know, I, I feel very blessed Our with uh, what I'm left with. You know, Melody is fantastic. And, you know, I feel bad that she had to go through a lot of this stuff, too. Because believe you me, that had an effect on her in the past year. And I feel like she turned a, a very personal a corner. And she's been great the past few months. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, but I feel, honestly, that the world is changing, right? And society is changing and views are changing and how we behave is evolving. And getting along is not the problem here. The forced agenda of having to fucking pretend like we're one big happy crew is bullshit. That, that to me, is well, bullshit. That, and, reason- and that may work for some people, but I honestly believe that's you trying to keep up with the Dude, Kardashians. That- that's you, not you. You, the collective you. No, no, that's yeah. you thinking because Hollywood does that, that we're supposed to do that. And the same thing happens with our sexual expectations. And I, I saw Sarah Silverman recently do a, a comedy bit. It's an older bit on this, too. How, like, it's ruined how reality is supposed to work. We think it's supposed to be like the movies, and when it's not, we think we're doing something wrong. Just because I'm not fucking taking vacations to the Maldives with my ex and her new guy doesn't make me a bad person. I'm not trying to live to that standard. You're trying to live for what's best for you. And no one's not civil. No one's not cordial. In fact, it's pretty good. But it's not going to the Maldives. But it doesn't have well, to no, be. The, the, the only reason I brought it up was because more and more there's a story every day about some celebrity or some random person that's like. But you can't compare have, yourself to that. No, no. But not only celebrities. Now it's like the new trend is, uh, you know, it, not only co-parenting but like co-vacationing and co-this and and I just I know guys like you. When it's it comes to when it comes like to me. real when it's when it comes to real talk, you, you say guys like me. But when when Gwyneth Paltrow fucking said, "Yo, Chris Martin, beat it." Did Chris Martin fucking struggle? No, no, I'm I'm saying guys like yeah, but you, those meaning, are major factors. No, no, but I'm saying guys like you that I could imagine having the mindset of like, are these people serious? I I, I no, I don't judge it in that way. It's I, I view it as immediately different, but I view it as you know that they're not as emotionally connected in life as me. I think I'm like, if you're so cavalier about it, then did you care at all? You know, and like, well, you got to put your feelings aside and be mature. Okay, well, hey, that's that that's good for you. I could still be a kind person and and not be a jerk off and still do my part and be my best without having to be disingenuous and put myself in awkward scenarios that don't work for me emotionally. You know, I I feel like I'm a very adult to the point where I've pulled my weight in every possible way as a parent and as a partner. And I've done everything I said I was going to do. And sure, I, I probably was immature in a lot of ways in the beginning. But a lot of time has passed where, yeah, I think I handle it like uh, any upstanding adult person would. With respect and as civil as possible. And thankfully, emails and other forms of communication, there's certain apps that you could use, have provided me with a way where I still communicate Every day, multiple times a day, more than I did before, because we have a commonality that won't go away until we die. Did you say respect? Because I know in New Jersey you said that you were raised with two things, right? Class and respect. Class and respect. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> uh, great discussion, Rich. I'm not like uh, 
I'm not by any means. No, no, I don't. I don't want you. I'm gonna try to dance around it, but I, I, I do I believe it works for other I people. I don't. I don't know what. Can you I don't, fist uh, pump around it? I don't want the mics to go off and you'd be like, "Yo, bro, why the fuck you bring that up?" No, no, I'm no, not, no. I'm not, I'm not you're, talking you're, about you. You're just sounding a major, major thing, no. and that's how people who live by these examples may not have been affected. You know the way that I was. Yeah, I can treated only, the way that dude, I was. I watched you go through this. You lived with me for months. I get it. I'm just wondering when you see these stories. And you know that divorce attorneys make millions and millions of dollars across the country each year. A guy like you who went through a, a, a sort of a drawn-out situation must look at these these people and, and say, are they serious? Right. And by the way, I'm not pointing, and you know, we're talking about blame prior to this. Me personally, when I speak about these things, I'm speaking not only from my personal perspective, but just my perspective in general. So I want you to keep that in mind. When I'm saying... You know, I was treated bad. Hey, life goes both ways. Everyone has their side of the story. I want to make yeah. that clear. So if I was treated like a piece of shit, believe you me, I said, fuck you right back. You know, and, and yeah, you have regrets in that way. But people need to understand that, yeah. you know, life happens and you move on and you forgive. And it takes a long time to forget. Of course. Um, so that that's really it. And you try to do your best remember, with it. Uh, when I when I first met. My wife, I went to, when we were doing the whole holiday thing, like, oh, we'll go to my dad's for Christmas Eve, and then we'll go to, to Texas, and then, oh, what do we do? You know, when you go to get the family get-togethers going, my mom and dad, the first time I saw them, like, sort of in the same room, like, socializing, I think it was, like, at my wedding or my brother's wedding or something, like, they just never really... Communicated, but you know why? Meanwhile, 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 I don't, I don't know the reason. Yeah. But you're, I'm guessing, like your dad was like, "Fuck this, I've had enough," right? And your mom probably wanted to keep the family together. That's why I think in a lot of these scenarios, there's one person who, even if they're checked out, want to keep the family together because they're traditional that way and they want to work through the problems. And then there's the other person who's like, mm -hmm. "Fuck this, I'm done." Well, I, I think, and if 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 it, it takes two people to be you know what? We both have, are at a place where fuck this, we're done. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. And when I, they're both on that page, then yeah, I guess you could agree amicably. What, what I was gonna say was, my my mom and dad never hung out. They went to they went to the same events. They weren't like oddly avoiding each other, like little league games and high school events and stuff like that. You know, they didn't sit together, but they'd be like, oh hey Marianne, oh hey Greg, like it would, it it wasn't weird, but they never socially were together. Or in the holiday or an event or anything like that. Now, my wife, her dad told me, he's like, Rich, it took a lot of time, like years and years and years. But they looked at it as Sarah's mom and dad are divorced, but they spend holidays together because they're like, the option is be friendly and see our kids and grandkids opening Christmas gifts together. Or, or, or the other option is not see them. But that didn't happen. It is a great story. Did it happen overnight? No, it didn't, but that's what I'm saying. That's it's, the part you leave out. Yeah, but So it, people like to look at me like, oh, I'm surprised he's not following the Paltrow blueprint. Yo, dude, maybe it will get to that point. But on my watch, not on Chris Martin's. What watch is that? Your Apple watch that you don't know how to work? I love my Apple watch. <laughs> Spot, on why my, is it not sinking? On my Nixon. <laughs> so, you know, these are all great things, but I really feel that we as yeah. sheeple fall into the social pressures of trying to do things this way. 
And I also feel that a lot of people do it for the sake of looking good, and it comes across as disingenuous. You know, it's it, don't give me that like you want to be pals and fucking hang out. Well, You're if doing they do it, if they to, do it to if, take to to they, deliberately take the high road to make yourself look good. If they do it to look good for their kids, that's not that's no, never a bad thing. That is, I did, I didn't say that. I said to make themselves look good. And and that happens a lot of times too. People love to preach that sort of shit and people love to talk about how they made those gestures and those attempts. But guess what? Your attempt and gesture wasn't made when the other partner was ready, when the other person was okay with it. And quite frankly, you probably did it because you saw some Hollywood jerk off and People Magazine do it, not because you truly feel it's the right thing to do. I right, want to go to the feedback phone calls. Phones are lit. Want to start with uh, Jimmy in Connecticut? Sure. Let's go to Jimmy. Hold on here. People yeah. forget that there's a real life involved. Hey, Jimmy boy. What's up, man? Yeah, I just think, you know, it's tough to feel bad, well, really bad for married guys that get divorced, and I'll tell you why. Because before guys even get married, they know if they're with one of two types of women. Woman one who, you know, will split, say, hey, it didn't work out. I wish you the best. Or the second kind of woman that will burn your fucking world down. Um, Jimmy, so Jimmy, I'm not going to. divorced, you're like, you knew, you knew who she was. Jimmy. And you still married her. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I cut you off because I, I want you to go out on a high note. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> yeah, but there's a major I agree, factor I agree not involved Jimmy, in that scenario. Jimmy made a great point. I mean, but... Jimmy, you know, you, Jimmy's right. Listen, no one thinks their marriage is going to fail. No one roots for their marriage to fail. But I think everyone sort of knows deep down inside, am I married to the type of woman no, that's going gonna... to— I disagree. I, dis- I, re- I really you do disagree. You couldn't have predicted your outcome? No, because they're, you're forgetting a, a, a major factor in this equation. That's the other person. And I'm not a difficult person. I'm not an easy person to deal with, and I don't take no for an answer. Uh, so you, that you could have the person that says, "You know what, honey buns, this isn't working out," and then you get the other person in the equation that's like, "Well, I don't know what that means because I, I believe in working hard until we get it right." Eventually, that person who who calmly said we should probably move apart gets frustrated with that of other course, person. Of course, but what I'm saying is you don't think going into things, you don't know that you can't predict. Think of the girls you've dated, not just your not just your wife or ex-wife or anything. Spot, picture the women that you've dated and your friends have dated. You can't sort of assess how they'd be in a divorce. Oh, yeah. You don't think you could predict? You could, predict, you could fucking yeah. think all you want. You, you, you thought every girl you were with at one point was a super sweetheart. You know, what happened at the end of sometimes, it? Sometimes I wonder how I would handle a divorce. You know, me, yeah. the king of spite. That's um, what I'm saying. You're forgetting. Like, but it, the it, approach, it, it, you don't it think the approach was the, – the approach is, is nine out of ten times unless there's cheating involved or anything like that. The approach is going to be we should pro- – you know what? You're the best. I love you. You're great. It didn't work out. Right. Like and if, then, if, you know, but if there's another person who's resistant to that and they keep pushing, mm-hmm. then eventually animosity is going to build. Right. Like if, if something bad happened, that's going to make it worse. Right. That's that's um, yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that never and then for the record that never happened. A lot of people right. a lot of people you always left with what would happen. Not a lot of times nothing happened. Life happened. But like you know, God forbid. But if like me and Kristen I could I could see us amicably just being like, All right, this hey, is yours, this is mine. Uh, it's been nice. So it's been nice, you know. Yes, love you, fine. Uh, you, if you uh, guys blah, 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 blah. feel exactly like had, the same we had, way. We had we had friends that did this exact thing and it was bizarre to see because it was kind of, yeah because it was kind of around the same time as as steven and her yeah and yeah but you know why because that guy so willingly was like okay i guess it's done 
A guy like me is like, nah, uh-uh. What do you mean? We, nah. we should work on this. Yeah. What are you talking about? We, we have a family. We, we got married. What we the had... fuck did we do all that for? If we're so e- quickly and easily willing to be like, all right, later, Rivaderci. Later, pal. Uh, See you on the flip side. Carrie, yeah. you're on the show. Kavino and Rich. Hello, Carrie. Hey, guys. How are you? Oh, is this Carrie Kuhneman? It is. How are you? It Hi. is. It is. Oh, hello. Good. Hey. See you next week. See you next week. Um, yeah, you will. <laughs> the one thing I wanted to say was, you know, and I went through this 20 years ago, so it was before uh, the uh, we made it cool, I think, maybe. But the first time that we went to something for our children and you could see their lives full of joy when they were with their peers. And then as soon as it was over and they had to return to one parent or the other, and you saw that expression on their face of mom and dad are together. I think that's when we said, we need to figure this out. We want them to run to both of us to celebrate the joys in their life. And I think that's, what's really important. Um, That's why we did it. It wasn't because, Hey, I want to be BFFs with you and your new girl. It was because I don't want to see that expression on my kid's face ever again. Like who who do I run to, mom or dad? Yeah, but that right. that could also be handled in a in a different way. I don't ever speak poorly and I don't think anyone should ever speak poorly of their yeah, kid's right, parent, yeah. right? So, you know, in fact, it should be encouraged that you know, hey, we're great and yeah, I was talking to mom today and 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 you know, my kid and I'm sure other kids in this scenario still know that there's a relationship, you know, but they could also see mm-hmm. through the pretending and the bullshit, too, don't yeah. you think? Probably. Thank I you, Carrie. Know. We'll see you next Thank week. You. Hey, uh, I see you next Thursday, Carrie. I mean it. Can't wait to see you. See um, you next. Get it? See you next Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Kavino. I just wanted to really say it and mean it. Grand Junction, Colorado says, guys, after 20 years of marriage, I left with. What would fit in my pickup, I had to pay for her lawyer, her college, and now I give her $2,500 a month in alimony for the next 10 years. How the fuck am I supposed to be friendly to this woman? Get the fuck out of here. You guys don't get it. Yeah, it's easy for Chris Martin because he's fucking swimming in a pile of money in the Maldives. Like he's Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, you know know what other people are paying for? Uh, Another couple's mortgage. You think that's okay with that guy? Uh, people said, "Didn't you then ghost Shannon's ex, Pat?" I, and I, I wrote back, "No, he didn't. You like move to Australia or something?" And, then, some, yeah, and then someone goes, "Dude, he really did get the fuck out." <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I mean, look, this is a, a lot of personal stuff, but a lot of just general stuff well, dude, and it's, discussion. It's good, it's good real talk. It's it's fine, real talk. But you know, for the record, because I don't know, you know, throughout the years, how much I've opened up. I've opened up sporadically about things like this, uh, and tried to fill the blanks in for everybody relationships are tough man and i was probably just as fed up or more fed up than anyone else Mm -hmm. but i believed in working through things so you know when you have this modern day approach of you know let bygones be bygones didn't work out but hey it's been great yeah that's a great in hollywood and adult way to be and all but when you have traditional values you could see how they don't mesh at that point. Yeah. Know what I say to that? Call the judge and Call. get some fudge. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Call the judge and, and get, get some, some fudge. fudge. And by the way, whoever <laughs> hit us up before, they said it They said it best. You think it's easy for a person to be uh, sweet and loving and kind when oh. they're getting fucked financially yeah, to support no, it, dude, another household? Another household while they have nothing? 
That's not easy. Real talk, Kavino. Really enjoying your insight. That's from Wayo. Um, yeah, but how but, on earth? But, this is from Colorado Springs. How on earth can you hang out with someone that screwed you over financially? Imagine if it's one of your buddies that screwed you over financially. And a lot and, of and times, then, it's not financially. A lot of times, and and that's why I'm saying this is a general conversation, broad strokes. General conversation. This does this does not apply to me at all, which is why I am fortunate in a lot of ways. A lot of times, it's not about money. What if it's about custody and things like that? What if it's about yeah. using your kid as a pawn? That person is supposed to be amicable. Get the fuck out of here. In like a you're, you're, only, you're only feeling that need to be amicable based on the societal pressures, based on how, based on think of the people but, we're but trying to be like. I have a question. The Kardashians though. and people that we see in Hollywood. I have a question. Give though. me a break. At the end of the day, though, is it a good social pressure? Because no, for, for because your, it's for, unrealistic for a, for a kid's sake. Though I'm saying like. If there is one positive out of this social pressure, isn't it that any kids going to like it more if their mom sure, and dad you hang know what out else would have, You know what else would have been a good social pressure for the other partner or, you know, to say, you know what? <laughs> we are two good people that were in love at one point. Why don't we try to work on things a little harder? Why don't we water the grass here instead of watering other grass? Rich sounds like Will Ferrell and Kavino sounds like Mark Wahlberg in Daddy's Home. That's Drew Mack. I love that movie. <laughs> By the way, great movie. Absolutely. Great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen Will the second Farrell's one yet, a though. dork in that movie. Yeah, but you know, Will Ferrell is it, also though. Will Ferrell in that movie is also the one that's doing everything he can to try to make everyone get along, right? Yeah, but again, it's not going to work for everybody. It's easy for the fucking <laughs> for the the guy who's stepping in collecting checks. Uh, Eric and PA, Cavino and Rich, what's up, buddy? Hey, you know what would have been easy for me what? If, if I uh, was with a woman who was getting fucking a few thousand every month from the previous guy? That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey guys, hey, uh, this is a carbon copy of me with with Cavino. Every, everything he's saying is 100 percent accurate. Until you've been through it, you don't really understand it. Um, you know, it I'm is. It's like uh, Eric. Not to not to disrupt you. I'm sorry, but I'm very passionate about this. It's like me too. You know, it's like someone going through an illness, right, or a sickness, or 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 something tragic, and then other people yep. trying to relate when it only it's applies impossible. to you and affects you when you've gone through it. And it blows. And I'm the one that was trying to work like you were. Uh, and, you know, it just didn't it, it just didn't happen. So I, in the beginning of the split, I was great. I was uh, we, we actually worked well together and a little too well. And then I found out something that was happening that I didn't know about. And that's when I got really bitter about it. Um, you know, and, and like you say, when you're handing the kind of money over that you are and she's living in the house that you busted your ass to buy and fix and get ready for your kids. And you're living in a townhouse, uh, you know, making ends meet barely when you can because of what's happening. And then, you know, she gets remarried a year and a half later. Uh, I don't want to be around that person. I'll be the best father I can be because I love my kids. Yeah. Why do you have to be why do you have to be kind to bad people at that point? Correct. And I communicate very well with her. I was just doing it today and yesterday trying to figure out what we're doing for the weekend or whatever. But like. That is someone I do not – I will be bitter towards her for the rest of my life for the things that she's put me through. Um, that is somebody that I – in my free time, I want to spend them with my kids or my family and friends, not someone like that. So – and then to think I put 12 years into raising kids, busting my ass on that house, and then I'm going to hang out with someone that she's fucking now? You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> yeah, reaping the benefits of all your hard work—that's that's, that's yeah. incredible. It, basically, someone just stepped into his life, and he's supposed to be pals with him. 
Yeah, and he's got, and he's loaded with money, and I'm still handing her what I'm handing her. So I'm thinking these are two people I never want to be around ever in my life. You know what I mean? Like, who who needs that? And, and honestly, I don't think it's a matter of him being immature. It's a matter of him saying, why would he? Why would he subject himself to that? I would. You know, I never even asked my dad. I always wonder what my dad must have felt when he would come pick up the kids from the house that he bought and and lived in. Like, I, it never even dawned on me to ask him, like, because that's not something you randomly ask your dad, like, in small talk. Like, hey, dad, you know, like, when we were growing up, like, hey, how did you feel when you would come pick up me, Jimmy, or Laurie and sit outside in your car from a house that you bought in the 80s, like with you know, your, it's, the, it's never a good feeling. You're left with frustrations all the time. You know, like no one knows, you know, the frustrations I got to deal with, but I got to put a, a happy face on for my new relationship. You know, quite frankly, Jordan's been there, you know, for every step of the way. She saw me practically homeless, to be honest. Uh, and I always have to keep that in mind that, you know, she liked me when I fucking couldn't buy a pair of shoes. And. There's a lot of times where she doesn't know <laughs> I mean, the frustrations that I deal with. Couldn't buy shoes? Couldn't buy shoes? Dude, I had nothing. I really didn't. I had whatever I fucking... Uh, uh, plastic whatever, bags dropped around your feet. The only thing I had was the shit that was thrown at me in a plastic bag. You know, so... <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, of which you I'm only laughing as a picture of Camino with no shoes. Just a lot of times I just had... A newspaper. A lot of times I just had one shoe. He had newspaper and, uh, and like uh, rope around his foot. I'm like, what do I do with this one shoe? Where's the other one? Oh. <sighs> You know, there's a lot of times where there's so many little frustrating things that I have to tuck aside because you don't want to bring that into the new gotcha. scenario. It's just full. Of, your life is just full of frustrations. Of course. Dude, and I, and listen, you have to work with it and make the best of it. it, it just, and I think if you're making the best of it and being a, a kind and respectful person, what more could people ask for you to be like Gwyneth Paltrow? Guess what? You're not Gwyneth Paltrow. Dude, a ton of feedback. I want to I want to read some of it. We will move on. It is great real talk. I I'm sorry if you're mad I brought it up. I just I just saw the Who's trend. Man? Nobody's okay. mad. Right, I just want to make sure we... we I'm mad we, at people that have these unrealistic expectations of how life's supposed to be because they see it in Hollywood and in the movies or with people in life that didn't care or get fucked mm-hmm. over. It didn't live the path that you lived. I, I get that. Uh, let's take one more phone call for now, and then we'll take a break. Rob in North Carolina, you're on Covino Rich. What's up, man? Hey, gentlemen. To kind of continue on this line... I've been separated for over two and a half years. We're at the tail end of the separation agreement. And then we get their revisions over. She throws an, a, a blatant money grab at me, trying to get half of my 401k when she's taken the house and 18 years of equity in it. And it would have thrown off the balance of assets to her favor by like $250,000. We just went back and said no. And that soon-to-be ex confronts me. She says, what's up with that? Why did you disagree to that? I said, I have zero respect for you making a blatant money grab like that. I don't think I can respect you anymore. It's just, I mean. Well, it's I, the entitlement. She's, she, she's doing what the law yeah. tells her to do yeah. and what her lawyers tell her to do. Yeah. You know, we, we that's another fucking flawed thing that needs to be corrected. You know what we all want, Kavino? You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.